Some of the content of Patriots Unfiltered may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The world's original podcast. Welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. Story in the Herald today, Karen Garigian and uh, Andrew Callahan, yep. yes. I believe. Tag yeah. teamed it. Paid a lot of people criticizing Mac all season about his behavior and all that. Don't make me do this. Don't make me do this. <laughs> How was Dean Orlovsky on Mac Jones this year? National media. How was Kurt Warner on, on Mac Jones this year? He National killed him. Media. Oh, really? Well, killing Mac or killing the offense? Well, He both. killed the offense. But both. No. Yeah. No. And I just wanted to point out an error in Mike's draft analysis. Don't yeah. look at top flight tackles to take at 14. Look at mid-round tackles to take at 14 <laughs> instead. <laughs> Thanks, Evan. Jalen Hurts, I can absolutely see. Remember oh, when he walked? All right, Paul, calm down. Hey, Jesus. Mike, remember when he walked by us <laughs> to go to the bathroom? Going down rabbit holes on YouTube about physics, and I was just like. Oh, you said going. I thought that was going in another <laughs> direction. But anyway. Um, this is Patriots Unfiltered. Fueled by Duncan. All right, welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. It's Tuesday here at Gillette Stadium, and we've got a lot to talk about from the Shrine Bowl and the Patriots coaches out there and, of course, the Patriots content team to the games this weekend and referees, Paul's favorite subject, and injuries injuries and quarterbacks and all that kind of stuff. It's, it's a lot to talk about. So, And only three of us to do it. Yeah, it's Deuce, it's Paul, and myself. Evan's out there. Uh, Tamara is out, out there, there, all right, in, in Vegas, uh, covering the Shrine Bowl. So let's let's start with that, I guess, right? Sure. We get a little bit of information here with the coaches, and I saw they did a, a mic'd up with with Brian Belichick and Troy Brown. That yeah. was kind of cool to hear Brian Belichick talk a little bit before. I never really heard him on the field. So yeah, they're pumping things out. A lot of uh, Zay Flowers content from BC. So a lot of guys getting attached to him. What a are the, bit. Yeah, I mean, if, if Man, if the Patriots don't draft Zay Flowers, <laughs> I think they're going to have a heart attack, uh, yeah. Evan. And, but one thing one of, I was thinking about, you know, so the Patriots are in control of the West, right, of that team. Mm-hmm. You know, and all the other scouts from other teams are there. I wonder if they're taking requests. Like, hey, <laughs> no, seriously. No, I, it was hits. funny the way you said it. I'll, I'll be taking requests. Yeah, like, you know, can we see this guy against yeah. this guy Please in practice? Away. Can yeah. you put him in this? You know, are, are they taking yeah. suggestions from other teams uh, in, in putting guys in scenarios so they can better evaluate them. Well, one thing I saw yesterday I thought was interesting, and I don't know how dead on it was, but somebody wrote that the Patriots were kind of working with the third down scat running back kind of, and the, and the Falcons team coaches were working with kind of the bigger power backs. I don't know if that signals anything, but, I mean, I do I do tie it in a little bit to having a long-term kind of answer of that third down receiving back. Is that something Bill O'Brien is looking for? Is Pierre Strong a potential for that role? Is Ty Montgomery a long-term answer there? So that was a little just at least personnel thing that, that stood out to me that maybe they were doing a little bit of that, trying to you know get an up-close up, up close look at, at some of the guys maybe that they're more interested in. Yeah. 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 But, you know, like – how, how much do you tip your hand? Oh, the Patriots are really looking at, you know, they keep using Zay Flowers and, you know, all yeah. these different, you know, they must be interested <laughs> in them. You know, that's like, they hate that. They would never want to tip their hand. You got to play cool yeah. out there on the yeah. field. Don't get too excited, you know. But I don't know. I, I mean, we talked a little bit last week. I just, I wonder how it all comes together after this few days of practices between the Patriots scouts that have already scouted all these players and probably already have some kind of established opinion about 
where they all fall on their board. Uh, and then the coaches have some experience, and maybe they say, hey, I, I love this kid. What did you guys think? Oh, we didn't really like him. Or, oh, yeah, we love him too. You know, what are those conversations like? I think those are the interesting things. I'm guessing a lot of them are probably going right to the Senior Bowl, which is they're doing like heights and weigh-ins today, and, and I think they're going to do a light practice this afternoon. But, you know, they're probably going right to that too. So, I mean, you're talking a, yep. a week here of, of really jumping into it all these draft ends. prospects. And it never ends. Everything. And, you know, the, the combine looming just a, a few weeks away. Yep, yep. So we'll have uh, our crew out in the combine as well. Can't wait. Yeah. 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 Let's get back. Yeah. So, uh, th- you know, if you can check out all that content on Patriots.com and the Patriots social media accounts as well. Uh, we'll be posting. We've been posting and we'll continue to post throughout. Uh, so good stuff. Yeah. Uh, also want to get on the table the games this weekend because according to some fans, NFL's rigged. <laughs> it's rigged. Yeah. According to as you told me, according to Zach Taylor, yeah, no, I, was that on the sideline? Yeah, they had they had well, lip reader. You know, it could be bad lip reading. Oh, it was <laughs> right. a lip reading. Well, thing? They, yeah, they had him talking in saying, you know, it looked like it's rigged. Oh, uh, you know? I, I thought someone actually caught him no, saying it. So yeah, I could understand if he said it. Yeah, um, you know, so we'll, uh, you know, let's talk about that. I, you know, I. Talk the, about the games it. themselves, I thought were you know the first one certainly was disappointing. I mean, you're down to like yeah. you know your fourth quarterback, and then he gets hurt, and then you have to bring in Purdy who can't throw the ball, and so that game was done. That yeah. you know that Just. was not a that was not a competitive game, as they say. Com- Correct. Yeah. Comedy. I I mean I I couldn't watch the second half of that game. It worked out well. I was glad. I was watching the updates on you my didn't phone. Didn't miss anything. But yeah, miss I missed that one too, and I I felt fortunate after I found out what happened that I didn't wasn't subjected to watching it because it sounds like yeah. it was pretty painful. People were just it like, was just too bad, incredulous yeah. that they they just couldn't even attempt a pass. Yeah, now I think I, the Eagles would have won anyway, but it would have been more competitive. Yeah, I have to admit my totally terrible take. Like after it happened, just because Brett Purdy didn't look like he was in astounding pain or my anything, totally he just terrible looked like he was take. standing there. And I, you know, I think a lot of people probably. I mean, look, he it came out to a Torres UCL. I mean, he's out for six. It's a serious injury. He's in no way a wimp. But like for a moment there, I'm just like he's just standing there. Now I can't go back in. And like you look like you could go. Really, you really can't. Well, yeah, like, he wasn't grimacing you know? or anything like and that. And then they asked Kyle yeah. Shanahan too, and he was just kind of like, no, I like the way he said it. Just kind of sound like no, he can't throw. I guess you know it didn't sound like definitive. So right. for a minute there, I was kind of like. Oh come on, just get go back in there. But, but oh then, no, of course, people he were definitely uh, yeah. comparing him to Mahomes yeah. and how Mahomes gutted it out. It was too bad because I think it would have been one of those slugfests. Because I mean, San Francisco's yeah. defense still played well. They yeah, did. oh, they played their hearts out. Um, yeah. You know, so I I think we were sort of deprived of one of those you know real tight you know thirteen to ten, seventeen to thirteen kind of defensive struggles. Mm. Now sometimes those are really terrible to watch. Like I thought. The San Francisco Dallas one two weeks ago it was nineteen to twelve. I thought it was terrible yeah. to watch. Both defenses just dominated. The offenses had no answers. Um, but sometimes they, you know, there's a, a, a back and forth. And it looked like Philadelphia did have a little of that back and forth, like where they would have some successful runs and then get shut down a little bit. Um, it would have been interesting to see if San Francisco could have counterpunched offensively to see what would have happened. Yeah. But then the marquee game, the one that everybody thought was going to be good, it was a good game in terms of you know competitiveness and you know score on yeah. the scoreboard. But boy, I you know Cincinnati uh, fans really think they got screwed in this one. <laughs> 
They did. And just, I mean, I think that's what I just was a little disappointed. Well, I just was disappointed that we came out and the, the headlines of the two games are injuries and the refs. You know, that's just, you get to this, the best football weekend of the year. You want it to be it's about the sport. It's been a tough postseason in general. It's yeah. just, it has, either the games haven't been good. I mean, the ref, like, and, you know, we could drill down on a lot of the calls and, you know, with some of the ones that were more obvious than others that were maybe a little bit of a stretch. I saw what Brady saw yesterday, which I kind of agree with as a ref of just like if it's obvious and blatant, like those should be called. We shouldn't be calling these like marginal things, which, you know, generally I agree with. But th- just just stinks that that's what you have to talk about coming out, to, you know, four great teams, four talented teams. And, you know, these are the things. But I I. I thought it was it wasn't quite the back and forth craziness that the, some of those Patriots I thought it was games of the past was. I thought like I said, uh oh, you know, like early I thought in the fourth quarter. I thought, okay, it. here we go. Yeah, it, it yeah. was like the Buffalo game yeah. last year. Only you didn't get the fourth yeah. quarter that right. you got in the Buffalo game where they went right you know, back and forth and yeah, haymaker for haymaker back yeah. and forth. It just yeah. the defense has played well, but I, you know, now I, did, I do think part of that was the the injuries on both sides, but especially with Kansas City's offense. Yeah. I did hear you know a few people on the radio saying, you know the NFL, you know none of the playoff games are good, you know, and saying that that's indicative of a bigger thing. Okay, this was a down year for the last year was great, you know maybe next year will be great too. I don't think that it's any indication that the league is falling apart. Yeah, it's yeah. funny because I read yeah. something this morning from my buddy Bedard um, along those lines about this, you know the the seventeen games slash seven playoff teams. Um, and the one by, and he's extrapolating from that that, you know, there's a correlation there. This is why, and I agree with Fred. I mean, I, I'm not going to tell you every single game, but my recollection was last year, divisional round, those four games in the divisional round were like riveting. <laughs> right. They all ended either in overtime or at the last, pl- you know, last play of the game, yeah. over, uh, overtime. Um, and the, the Kansas City Buffalo game was one for the ages. Yeah. Right. You know, that, that rivaled the Patriots. Chiefs game. The only difference was it was a divisional round and not for the right to go to the, the and Super even the Bowl. Super Bowl didn't Cincinnati. They were right in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean yeah. The, the Rams scored late to win the Super Bowl. Um, same inept officiating crew, by the way, that was <laughs> at the Chiefs game um, this week. Uh, handed the Rams that that extra play, uh, the extra chance on the goal line. Um, so you can understand if Cincinnati's feeling like they're they're a little bit slighted. But I, I didn't remember last year. No. Uh, now, I hate it. I'm on record. I hate the seventh playoff yeah. team. Yeah. I don't think it's right. I don't think you need to have no. more bad teams but, in the playoffs. Like I said, get ready for eight because but it's coming. They're going to go to eight. I hate the bye. I think they should eliminate byes. Oh, they will. Um, so you yeah. think the eight will come with the no more bye? I think they're going to go to 18 games, and I think there's not going to be a bye. It's a lot, you know? a lot of football. Yeah. I mean, I got I, I, I like yeah, I think they're going in the wrong direction. Let's no. put it that way. I think they should have less games and less playoff teams. I like but the, I like Fred, the Fred's right. Money, the, money, money. Uh, Fred's right. The money. And I, I, what I'm really worried about now is the whole little peak. We didn't talk about this last week of the neutral site conference oh, championship yeah. game. God, no. You know, I, I, I mean, forgive me if, I, if I'm cynical and I'm always thinking something that's not necessarily stated is behind it. I don't, I don't see any reason why the NFL had to publicize the fact that they had sold 50,000 seats right. for that not, not yet established AFC championship game in Atlanta, other than to say, isn't this great? Yeah. This is what we could do. Hey, owners, this is what we can do. Right. That's what they're going to – they're going to make a push to move that. Now, I don't know if it will pass. I, don't, I think it's too risky to do that because I, I think you're going to get a, a, you know, a year or two where – it's just not an attractive thing, and you're not going to get people willing to travel right. like that. Well, at, well, at some point, 
Like, let's face it, the same teams in a short period of time are the ones that are in line to go to conference title games. Right. Right? So, like, if you're the Patriots, and we saw this with Super Bowls, that's right? R- that's right. It waxed and waned. Yeah. With, with the nine Super Bowl appearances, there were some venues that you couldn't find anybody that wasn't wearing Patriots stuff. There were others you couldn't find anybody wearing it. When the Patriots played the Eagles, uh, oh, you know, it was Eagles That was fans. one. That was one that, yeah. yeah, they had way more fans there. Yeah. And, and I think that's at least has to partly be related to the fact that only the, the really wealthy that's right, right. can afford to go all the time. Well, that's so right. now you're asking them to do it twice. Right. Yeah. right. So if you're Kansas City and you're going to five conference championship games in a row, i got to pick the Super Bowl or the conference championship. I can't do, I can't do two right. trips. Yep. Right. And not to mention, like, as a season ticket holder, a fan of a team, like, that is everything to me. Getting to a conference championship game, getting to host. I mean, I said it when we talked about it last week. This is the best football game of the year. It's the only one that doesn't feel like an exhibition. It feels like a real actual football games with real atmosphere. And then to Paul's point, now you're telling me that I got to not only pay to travel to watch the AFC championship, but then I got to pay to go to the Super Bowl, too. I, I, I am adamantly against it. I think it's a terrible idea. That's I think a good it's bad point. For if, the you fans. Do, if you're lucky enough to win. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. it, like yeah. at some point, there's a, it's, it, 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 there's a breaking point. Right. Not everybody can afford to do that. Right. And, and it's like, how much high, more want, high does the bar have to right. get? Don't like, you it's want already to expose your to product get. to as many different people right. as you can? Yeah. Not just the super wealthy. And, like, right. and, and tie it in. Like, and I hate to bring it to kids, but like, who's bringing their kids to that game? Like, you, you're like, whoo. I mean, I guess I'll pony up for, like, my my wife and we'll go. But, like, I'm not going to pay four tickets to fly my kids to Atlanta to right. watch it there. Like, right. you know, it's just I, I feel like that is short-sighted. And when you're trying to grow the game and you're trying to get kids into the stadium, like, you know, that it's just. And I saw some it. arguments for, well, you know, they do it that way in college. You know, it'll never work. Well, they do it that way in college. Yeah. And what do you think that they would rather do in college? Right. They'd rather have those semifinal games on mm. campus sites, sure, which course. would be a much bigger deal. Yeah, but yeah. they they can't. You know why? Because in order to get the the whole system in place that they have now, they had to maintain the quote unquote integrity of the bowl system. Right. <laughs> yep. So that's the only reason why that they they because they relented. So the Rose Bowl and the Peach Bowl get to be the semifinals one year, and then the next year it's the Fiesta Bowl and the Orange Bowl right. or whatever. But they didn't want to eliminate all the bowl games. It's all about money, though. And I thought about all, it too. Always comes always down to about money. money. I thought about, about it too. Watching, I didn't see Philadelphia celebrating as much. I saw a little bit of Kansas City, but like it's just that's everything. Like I imagine when you guys were here, that was one of my dreams as a fan was to get to go to a conference championship game. I mean, as as a fan, as an atmosphere, like did it get any better? Than when the Patriots were winning. I'm sorry, Paul, to bring up 2011. I know, you know, that's a, that's tough that that one. But but otherwise, those games. No, but like I'll tell you, it's been mean, awesome here. I, I witnessed it from different um, in 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 different places. Like I was one of the idiots in the stands in '96 mm-hmm. when they beat Jacksonville to go to the Super Bowl, and it was electric. Unfortunately, there was no electricity in the stadium. <laughs> right. But it was electric in the stands. In all seriousness, it was one of the most riveting things, like exciting things that i've ever been a part of and and to do it um you know as a as a a work uh, an employee here working i mean random things that stick out in your head the fourth and long against jacksonville when steph gilmore knocked down that pass to to sort of cement it right the whole press box was shaking yeah shaking yeah 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 just like the billy cundiff field goal yeah when he missed that field goal, you can't duplicate that experience uh, but, you know, getting back to things that, you know, actually happen, we're, we're getting into things that might happen. Mm. Um, 
Where do you guys come down on the criticism of the Bills and their fans and how they, you know, the the talk leading up to the game? Like, you know, I I don't know. I, I just I don't know what you want Bills fans to do. They're excited about their team. They've been waiting not, for I'm a winner forever. I'm talking about the Jazz. I'm not. Uh, Right, what, what am about? I even talking about? <laughs> I'm talking about the Bengals. The Bengals. The oh, Bengals. being upset about yeah, feeling like they I'm got hosed. I, I mean, I refuse oh, to they believe. They got hosed. They got hosed. I mean, there's no, 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 I don't no, think no, it was no, around no, it. No, no. What do you think about, like, they got criti- the Bengals fans got criticized leading up to the game and all the trash talking oh, and all that yeah, stuff. They By were, Bengals fans or the mayor? Well, the mayor. The, the mayor, mayor made an ass of himself. Yeah, the, the mayor. Uh, I, well, I don't know who, who Burrowhead. made Burrowville. Burrowhead. Oh, that was your boy Eli Apple. Yeah. Yeah, who so. is yet to make a play for his team, but has cost his team plenty. <laughs> so what do you think about all that? Like, you know, they're acting like they won something. Joey Trevisan. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's uh, you got to be careful with that stuff, right? You know, but do you, ca- do you care or do you think, oh, it's fun? I, I mean, I, th- I think it's fun. Oh, the trash talking is fun. The mayor made an ass of himself. Yeah. That's not trash talking. Yeah. Like, but, Burrowville is funny. Yeah. And you know what? When you do that, then you have to subject yourself to the yeah. a-hole that is Travis Kelsey shooting back at yeah, you. Right. right. Like, that's that's fun. You yeah. To, yeah. You have to be prepared to take right. it. Right. Yeah. That's To me, that's fun. I don't have any problem with that. Yeah. No. But they, unfortunately, are, you know, they're, they're learning what it's like now. I mean, I think that's with the Bills, too. It's You're learning what it's like to go from a team that, like, man, we're in the playoffs. Like, how great yeah. is this? To being, like. We we want we got to get to a conference championship. We got to get to a Super Bowl now. This is we're in our window. Yeah, time is a ticking, and these are our chances. And you you know that's how I, I felt. I'll when be I was really in the curious about Cincinnati when it's time to make a decision on Burrow. Now, obviously, you keep him, but are they going to pay this guy? I, oh know? yeah, I, I I just yeah, it's it's give him it's the other guys check. that I wonder yeah. about. Yeah, I don't have any fear that they're not going to pay him. Yeah, but are they going to make sure that they give Chase one hundred and twenty million? Mm-hmm. Right. Are yeah. they going to like maintain like Logan Wilson and Sam Hubbard and Trey Hendrickson and like some of the important guys on defense? That's the key for Mike Brown. Like, yeah. can you find a way to keep enough of those guys? You know, no one no one keeps everybody. You know, right. Bill tells you all the time. There's there's always turnover in the in the National Football League. So I'm not going to kill him if somebody has to go. But you need to make sure you maintain the integrity of the the talent. Yeah. You need to keep that in place because to that's too good of a team to not to not maintain. Uh, Paul and I argued a little yesterday on some of the calls. Like, you know, I you know they showed the ref coming out. And yeah, I, I've watched I, it about five times. <laughs> he comes out at the snap and stops immediately. Like I've seen it a million times. There's no way that that play should have been re- rerun. I know, but he did it. Human you know? error. The referee screwed up. Torbert. This and, and no one's talked about this. Do you know why they had to do that? Because the idiot on an incomplete pass, when the ball had to be respotted, so they reset it, and then he said, "The reset the play clock to ten. The play clock and game clock will start on on my on my wind." It was an incomplete pass. The game clock yeah. shouldn't have started. Right. That was his fault. No, it's that's human error. It, it, that's where it's it official, That's an yep. official's error. It, it, you have to play with it. It's no. definitely human error. But like once he comes out waving the play, he, he didn't. I watched it. I've watched it from from up high. He he started off the sideline as the ball was snapped. He didn't make it in time. Sorry, it's just like you missed the delay. So he of just game. pulled up and that. Do you it, think he, he was stopped. like, "We're just letting it go"? I guess we're just letting it the go. The guy stopped. That's what it was. Yeah. And then when the play was over, he ran over to the referee and told him. Which Corbett at that point should have said, "Sorry, you didn't do it in time." It's just like all these times when they talk about delay a game when the play clock runs out. Yeah, it was zero. Well, we saw it. it was zero. You didn't call it in time, yeah. so the play had to count. Uh, and then the the roughing or the uh, late hit out of bounds on Mahomes the last play, 
Yeah. I mean, you got to call that, right? Nope. In today's NFL. Not in that uh, game, you didn't. Uh, yeah. They I, didn't call it the other times. I, I think about the hue and cry if they hadn't called it. I don't think you'd have it. There's no hue and cry on the not not calling it on Burrow. Yeah, it's I don't so hear anybody. In, I don't hear anybody crying I about just, that. I, Are I, you kidding me? I don't go to Cincinnati. I'm not talking about the two teams, Fred. I'm talking about everybody else yeah, yeah. who doesn't have a dog in the fight. I didn't have a dog. I, I, I didn't care who won. I like both quarterbacks. I'm seeing. I'm I was going to root for either one of those teams I, in the Super Bowl. I'm seeing just as many videos of the Burrow non-call as the right, Mahomes from, Cincinnati, call. from Cincinnati I, fans. I don't know who's posting it. I'm just saying. Yeah. I, I I thought you had to make the call on Mahomes. I you, thought you didn't have I, to. I, yeah. I, I I'm with Paul on this one. But I think Paul. Had a great take yesterday in the morning when he came up, and it's just it's it's have an awareness of where we are in the game. These are two guys. The Super Bowl is on the line. They're both running for a spot now. Did Joseph Asai lower his shoulder and plant him? No, no, he, he almost didn't make any his, contact. I mean, it's like he put his hand on his shoulder. I get. I mean, I get your point. He touched Fred, him out of given bounds. what we've seen. They're going to call it. Letter but I just law. wish we live in a place where he right. said, the Super Bowl's on the line. Those are two guys trying to make a play. Nobody was hurt. There was nothing malicious about it. You know, jo- Joseph was, I was trying to like catch his balance more than anything, which I thought he broke his leg for a second there. There was like one slow motion replay where his whole leg like shimmered. But I, 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 I get your point, but I, I just wish they wouldn't have to call those things. I wish, especially within the moment, and that goes to the Brady thing of just have some awareness of was it blatant was it over the top was it injured like to inflict an injury like those things should be called but an incidental contact is your bull kind of falling out of bounds to decide who goes to the yeah. super bowl it was like i just wanted to turn my tv off and be like well there it is okay you know it's just so anticlimactic and disappointing way yeah to end and, it and i will never argue that by the letter of the law it was a penalty uh, fred's right the guy had his feet out of bounds and, and he, he was them. contacted yeah. i won't say hit because he wasn't hit mm-hmm. But he was contacted while out of bounds. So there's a rule in the book that's black and white that says that's a penalty. Now, if he I get it. If he I just think that I'd like to have a league where an official yeah. can look at it and say, uh, that's really that's yeah. not that's not much there. I don't wanna I don't wanna hand one team a chance right. to win this game on that. Right. I, I wish that someone would have common sense to do that, but that jackass will probably get the grade that he needs to move on to the next line because yeah. it said here he was out of bounds and he got hit and now, he gets the con- congratulations for having the the balls to make the call that sent one team <laughs> yeah. to the Super now, Bowl. And know, again, right. I didn't care who won the yeah. game. I hear Andy Hart and I hear Paul's guy Felger saying, just get rid of replay. It doesn't work. Get rid of it. I disagree. I say just keep tr- working to make it better. Make it work. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah, it's it. it there are times where – replay has failed or the humans behind the replay have failed but think about all the times that replay has gotten it right i think that far overshadows the times Does that it? they screw it up yeah really yeah yeah the, the, for the and i think and i'm talking about all sports not just football i think that let's just keep working to make replay better let's invest the money to make sure we have enough cameras and let's allow the guy the eye in the sky in new york to intervene and so and like well the, they have that like the yeah, Devontae, oh, i know like I the, know. but that and then is that just like in set periods so right like that everybody nope. so like Devonte smith was that not Sh- probably if, should have been called by the eye in the sky yeah. yeah you know the the quote-unquote expedited replay that we saw throughout the playoffs yeah until the season's on the line you <laughs> know but like i say keep working to make it better you know I agree. And again, I mean, I'm not a like a scorned Patriots fan that somehow had something taken away from me Sunday because Kansas City won. I didn't care who won. Yeah. I was just rooting for both teams to score. Yeah. It was much like the Kansas City-Buffalo game last year where I just wanted to see these two great quarterbacks go head-to-head. I just don't want to see 
a 60 yard field goal with eight seconds left turned into a 45 yarder. Yeah. For for that. And that's the first for that. And that and, and this show is the first thing I thought of when this game ended. And <laughs> I'm like, great. That's this is what we're going to be talking about. The calls. And I don't think the game was fixed. No. I, I just no. think it's incompetence. Yep. I mean, they're pe- incompetent people are every week. The league, you know, they had to have Patrick Mahomes. Like, why wouldn't you have to have Joe Burrow? I don't know why it would be such know. a bad story to have this I, Joe Burrow kid come right. come out of nowhere and go to an Ohio straight. kid who's playing in in his home state and leading this downtrodden franchise to back-to-back Super Bowls. I don't know why that's not a storybook season for the NFL. Right. But I agree with Fred on that. Like why 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 is it all about getting Mahomes there? Yeah. Like Mahomes is going to get there on his own plenty. It'd He's just, that good. It'd just be so hard to really do. Like, if you were really, like, a referee, like, uh, not just a referee, but the whole crew, like, all right, we're in it. To, like, be, right. to do it subtly, and it's just impossible. I don't, I don't, they're just bad. That's all it is. Yeah, it was just, it wasn't a well-officiated game, I can say that. And, and it's more so, like, the calls are the calls. There's going to be bad calls, but, and this is a, my, my guy Felger kept making this point yesterday. The, like, just the operation of yeah. both of those games was so clunky. yeah. yeah. Like well, just to what the point, is it with points? Like, what is it with the chains all of a sudden? <laughs> this is like the second game in like in a couple of weeks where they've had to replace the chains. The other game they didn't have a replacement chain; they had to use, you know, surgical tape or you know medical tape I to didn't tape s- it up. I didn't I didn't see, was that in the Philadelphia game? Yeah, no, no. On last week, they a chain broke and they didn't have a backup chain. They taped it up with tape that you would tape your ankle I with. Yeah, I didn't see that. <laughs> um, I mean, like, what are we doing? We're gonna measure it out. Yeah, I do wonder, like. If the chain, like, with all the technology, like the chains, like you couldn't just you get like a, like chain two right. like laser things. <laughs> laser. Like we know it's exactly ten yards. Right, right. Do you know what I mean? Like we don't have to worry. Like that chain is that really ten yards? Right. I want like chain with links. Like lasers they they on get them. Kinked or right. whatever. You know. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know. Is it too much to ask to have chains it with is, lasers on them? It is so funny. Like, you know, with all the technology, they're still doing the chain game. You know? <laughs> yeah, right. And look, look I, you know, I know there's a lot of talk, you know, like you put a chip in the football, and I know they have done that. They've experimented yeah. with it. I don't need a chip in the no, football because no. that's still flawed. I think the, But, like, the measurements and stuff should be exact. Yeah. Right. No. I, I think the biggest advancement was just going from like having to flip the down marker over to now right. you can just kind of slide it up one spot. Right. Like, oh, that, yeah, like that's yeah. a, that's the extent that. How about it, it, in college they have the digital ones? <laughs> oh, yeah. see those? No. Oh yeah. I don't watch college. You don't watch college no. football because you have a girlfriend. No. <laughs> it's it's funny. So we have the Eagles <laughs> sure, and sure the Chiefs. <laughs> Going to want to know about that. Uh, yeah. It's an inside joke man, yeah. about Alex Barth. Eagles are uh, <laughs> early dogs. Is that right? I thought they were no, two-point favorite. favorites. Oh, okay. Favored by yeah. two. Two. I, I mean, I, I, I probably like the Eagles in this one. I think. I mean, I, it's hard not to respect what Patrick Mahomes did in that game and, and what he did. You know, I, I mean, I thought they were done. I mean, I thought after that Burrow interception that, all right, they're going to score here and it's going to get out of hand. And. The Cincinnati defense came up with a great stop, and at that point, I think that was when Cincinnati went on that long drive right at the end of the half that they yards, unfortunately yeah. didn't get. You know, and you could see the disappointment on Joe Burrow's face. But I thought that moment was really felt like Cincinnati was taking over the game until you know maybe like late in the third quarter, and that's when it, it kind of started going back the other way. Well, but but you got to admit, if Mahomes hadn't fumbled that ball, yeah, and I don't know how was, he fumbled. I know that, it was that, that, the that game was hanging by a thread right there, and that yeah, was... yeah. But I, I I agree with Deuce. It looked like there was that that drive at the end of the half. Then they came, came out, out stopped three them. and out to stop to stop them to start the, and then they went right down the field and scored yeah. a touchdown to tie it. Yep. Then they then. Then all of a sudden they started going back and forth a little bit. Kansas City scored, Cincinnati scored. It's twenty to twenty. Then since uh, Kansas City kind of, I thought, controlled the fourth quarter, um, slowing Cincinnati down a little bit more. But it w- 
it, it just was unfortunate that I think the only thing anybody really takes away from the game is yeah. is the sloppiness of the officiating. In Cincinnati, it, it's it's obscuring. Cincinnati fans, you know, need to look in the mirror too because they blew a lot of opportunities in that game. Oh yeah, like they had the ball with two and a half yeah. minutes left at the end of it. the game, and they overcame the intentional grounding call, which was an yeah. atrocity, by the way. Yeah, the, that what they they that and happens all the time, and. and you know, even though, like, say everybody's like, well, they got the first down anyway. But that pushed them back. Like, that counts. That's more yards they had to get again. Mm-hmm. Like, they had to, you know, they had to backtrack and, and replace those yards. And I, I just thought, I think it was, was it, um, it might have been the, the, in, in that possession, I thought, they got stopped. The possession before that in the fourth quarter, I think they were moving a little bit. They had a second and three and a third and three, and they went long. And the second one got intercepted. Yeah. Um, now, again, they overcame that because Kansas City didn't score off of that, but lost opportunities. I think Cincinnati had a chance. You know, referees aside, they still had the ball with a chance to get down and win the game, and they couldn't do it. Yep. Yep. All right. Uh, so now we have two weeks before we get more football. Yeah, right now I like Philadelphia, but I reser- as I wrote in the notes, I reserve the right to change my mind if I see evidence that Mahomes can move. Because mm-hmm. to yeah. me, that's the, my, the whole, my sole reason for picking Philadelphia is Mahomes can't move. Yeah. And with that defensive line, I think well, he's also in trouble. also the injuries to their receivers. Yeah, you but know, I yeah. think if, his, if he could move, I wouldn't worry about who he's throwing to. Yeah. Because the I like great th- ones like Brady, Mahomes, Manning, they don't, need, they don't need that number one guy to throw to. Right. It is it is remarkable what Kansas City's doing though. I mean, I think you know a lot of. I mean, I know I get a little bit skewed based on you know that they were coming up when the Patriots were kind of going down, but uh, just what they do with Mahomes, Kelsey, Chris Jones, you know, with that little core. I mean, they certainly have good players around them, but those are the guys in the key moments that just seem to make the plays at, at the biggest moments. Mahomes to do that, like I mean, a couple of those ones after he got hurt, like you know when he got. Like taken down, and then he was limping, and that, I thought that throw to Hardman, man. I, you know, yeah. and I, I know Peter King made a big deal with this. He looked like he needed some time there, and he yeah. got kind of lucky that, I thought he was that Hardman down. got hurt right on the catch. <laughs> you go down, but um, you lose Tony Hardman and Smith Schuster. <laughs> it just doesn't matter. Yeah, no, three hundred twenty-six right? yards and, and, and a couple of touchdowns, and then he. You know, did enough to get them in field goal range with the help of the penalty. He would have had to complete another pass without the penalty. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it was a pr- pretty incredible performance. It given really was. That, that touchdown that he threw to, to Valdez Scantling with Mike Hilton right there diving, that's, I mean, that's a perfect throw. He's amazing. He It's truly amazing. He's He's the best quarterback in the league right he now. Is. He doesn't look or sound good, but he's yeah. the best. Yeah. <laughs> Do you, like are you watching too like you still like even at the end of the game, like <laughs> the play before the the run, you know, it's a, Right, right. Yeah. He has the, the thing that the head goes to the side, <laughs> and he like he's closing his hand together, like as if like, huddle up, yeah, huddle up, huddle up. All right, the clock has stopped. We can huddle, huddle here. Yeah, yeah. He has like the quirkiest mannerisms ever. Yeah, he's awesome. But he's so good. <laughs> I know. He's so good. Yeah. Um, very minor nitpick with the clock. Andy Reid gets destroyed for his clock management. He had two really, really bad examples of this um, at the end of the first half on that drive that that deuce is talking about he goes three and out on that without taking any time off the clock took over at the 39 yard line i think gave cincinnati the ball back before the two minute warning he should have at least gotten into field goal range there uh, but very minor one 
after the, the controversial flag, so now you have a 45-yard field goal. So you're in field goal range. You don't, you don't need to do anything. There's eight seconds left. Right. No timeouts. What do you do? What, what do you th- for who? Kansas, Kansas City? Kansas City. Maybe ice them? Why would you want to ice them? No, I, I'm, I'm, no I'm the Bengals would ice them. Right. Yeah. I, I think there's eight seconds left. You want to try to make the field goal the last play of the game, right? Mm-hmm. Take the snap. Mahomes throws the ball over the guy's head on the sideline. You take three seconds off the clock. Then you kick. Oh, the you fi- think they should have done that? Then you kick the field goal. Yeah, I found myself. He kicked the field that. goal. They had yeah. a kick off. Like, I'm sorry, miracles happen. Yeah, I, no, we, I, I mean, no one knows it more than the Patriots. Yeah, I, I, like funny things can happen. Yeah, if you do it my way, it, you can't lose. I wonder if there's a set. Like, is there? We need at least four seconds for a play. Like, do they have some kind of formula? Because no. I was found myself thinking that as they were getting no, down the to clock the end doesn't of like, start until how the do you snap. manage it? You know, especially when you're on like the two. And you're like, man, we're like right here. And well, like that's like what, such the they kick the they kick the field goal on third down. On first down. On first down. With so eight y- seconds left. So yeah, probably You just take the snap and throw it. Like there's yeah, no there's no I thinking. see what you're saying. Yeah. But do, are now, you saying it's a, that it, listen, if, if it's something a risk screwed anything? up, you might have chance for another one? Well, I, I mean I, I I mean I really like I was thinking the same thing with, with what Paul's laying out and I just you know, my brain was racking like, is there a way to ensure that you have a two second pass? You know, like like just something yeah. that it absolutely it's they used one to do option that. and teams used know? to do that. They would if they had the option at the end, they would do it with like eight, ten seconds left, and if it's a bad snap you could, you know, throw it away and kick on the next down. That's why in overtime, a lot of times they would start kicking it on third down. But you, you, you can't like. What is there a better chance of a kick return or a bobbled snap? Yeah. Like maybe he was thinking about the play that Mahomes had earlier, where somehow he fumbled the ball. Yeah. When he was just throwing a quick screen pass, maybe he didn't. I don't know. Is it an egregious mistake? No, very minor, but. It's one of those things where, like, Sean McDermott is crucified for kicking the ball last year with 13 seconds left. Yeah. If he kicked that short and the guy returned it, he'd be crucified for not kicking it into the end zone. Like, it's one of those things, whatever happens after that, it's going to illustrate. I like to, to like, pose the, the problems that can happen either way. What did you? Uh, what did you think? I thought it was kind of interesting. You brought up uh, Bedard. I, he did a write. I think it was yesterday, maybe. Um, but just talking about the play caller guys, coaches that are having trouble at times with the clock management. You know, guys who get so buried into the play sheet and everything that he was kind of bringing up for teams like you know, if yeah. Eagles and 49ers and the Chiefs. I have get- a couple of things on that. Now, I, I think there are plenty of things that you can criticize Kyle Shanahan about. You know, in well, these big games, flat I think, brim cap and the I hoodie think he, over. I it. think he gets a little. Take your skateboard, and get out of here. I think bro. he gets, a, but I think he gets a little tight in big games, and yeah. I think that's a, an element. Um, the Devonte Smith not uh, decision to not challenge, I, I don't kill him for. Um, and I know a lot of people have made a big deal of Devonte Smith's reaction. Yeah. Couldn't you see teams doing that on purpose? I was just going to yeah. say the same thing, Paul. To, to Bait them into doing right. it and that's wasting a, a timeout and a challenge. Like, to no, me, it's not chess. even the, like everybody's right. like it's the first quarter. The timeouts is not that important. It's not the first half, three timeouts in the first. But you half, lose a challenge. The challenge is important, right? Going right. the rest of the game with only one challenge that is important. Yeah. Ooh. So yeah, you I need, could see, you need I to could know see teams baiting Forcing people team into, into doing that. Doing yeah. yeah, I've seen it many times where you know you watch the replay and the guy absolutely caught it. When you watch it again, they're like, oh, it looked like he didn't. You know, he's trying to like tell. That's a play. All teams have that big play. We're going to hurry to the line. You know, maybe I caught it. Maybe I didn't. But let's try to get the snap off. 
that's why the eye in the sky needs to step in there. Because okay. they, I'm sure that they didn't get yeah. a good look at that. But I don't think that's necessarily Shanahan's fault. Like, someone's got to be looking at that for him and saying, right. hey, throw the challenge, Kyle. Right. He, you know, uh, it looks like he, he lost that. Right. And I also, you need to trust your team. But but even that angle was probably not available right away. Oh, they showed like three replays and you couldn't tell. Yeah. And then right. finally they showed that Once one from the back the field, yeah. where you could see the ball dragging across the field. Right. Clearly didn't catch it. Right. Didn't maintain it. Right. I mean, I think he did catch it, but I don't want to argue with what they, they think is a catch in that league. Right. But... He clearly would have been overruled, uh, overturned on replay. Yeah, clearly he hit the ground. Uh, getting back to the Patriots a little bit, um, just a Bill O'Brien update. Yes, he is up at at the Shrine yeah. game, um, so he's out there. Uh, so we don't know like yet what he's going to do with the rest of his staff, but they are. Who who is the old lineman that they? Uh, Ryan oh, Ryan Wendell, Wendell yeah. that they uh, interviewed, former Patriot, and mm-hmm. uh, I guess he's doing a pretty good job wherever he's at. So Buffalo, I think. Right? Yeah, and he was. I remember at the time, he was disappointed that he didn't get promoted from assistant offensive line coach. Um, I think there was some movement on the staff, and he didn't get a bump up. Okay, so he's probably ready to move on. Yeah. We'll so we'll if, they, if they want him, I don't know. Yeah. You I mean, know. yeah, this is kind of. I mean, I would expect something soon. I mean, it seems like it's dragging on a little bit now. If you've got Billy O, you've interviewed all these offensive line coaches, and yeah. is it going to stop at offensive line? Will there be yeah. other guys that they're? Gonna I was disappointed that he's the quarterbacks coach. Yeah. To be honest with you, yeah. and I, I was hoping for an additional mm-hmm. coach to this. No, I, I like it. I think the I OC know. should be the QB coach. I think it just makes sense if he's, you know, a veteran. Um, but I did hear one of your guys, Paul Albert Breer. <laughs> <laughs> say um, that he's hearing that Judge is staying with the team. Seems like it. Uh, at a capacity to be named. Yeah. Um, and he intimated that he kind of knows what it is, but he wouldn't say what it is. It's like typical Breer, because once it is named, well, you know, I knew that was coming. Okay, then why didn't you report it? You know, but yeah. he's hearing that Judge is staying. He's, so. he's been around out there. I mean, I, I don't know yeah. exactly. Maybe we'll find out from Evan on Thursday where exactly he was, who he was talking to, what coaching, but. No sign of Matty P. Another part of the Breer thing probably to bring up is the Bill having a hand in the play calls this year was something he reported as well. I mean, I we speculated before the season that like we wouldn't be surprised if Bill's calling plays. Yeah. You know? I'm sure he did. It was just I, I guess it's just a bummer to hear like, and that's why they had trouble getting the calls in well, sometimes. It's, it took that the and, game. and the inconsistency. Yeah. Like you can't have too many cooks yeah. when it comes to play calling. You know? It, too many cooks in that kitchen. And, like, what's that sound like when, when Matty P is trying to get a play in and then Bill overrules that? And no, no, no. Yeah. Then, yeah know, I think it, there's people a People are listening to that. I think if, if that was a regular occurrence, I think that, that it's perfectly reasonable for Deuce's scenario there. That's had to be part of the reason why they had trouble sometimes yeah. with the communication. In terms of the caliber, it didn't matter who was calling plays. Oh. None of them worked. Yeah. yeah. They, they didn't have success all year. So, like, I don't blame him anymore. Then I blame Patricia. Bill called the he called the Marcus Jones screen against the Bills. He called, <laughs> he called that will, that he will come, only those that plays. will come out in in the in the documentary on NFL Films. <laughs> yeah, that you know the ode to Bill. Guess who called the lateral play? Right. Yeah, right. Not, not Bill. Maddie 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 P <laughs> called the the lateral play. If the lateral play had worked, and we worked on that in practice this week, <laughs> right? You Correct. get Ernie up there with the film. Correct. Right. And I do have you know some here headlines. we are. I do have some headlines for you. you on get some the, headlines on, on, the, on, right. on the Mac Love. Okay. Um, just just random stuff. I just did a quick google search it's all all available out there was it mac jones's fault or the coaches that was my google search (laughs) right mac jones at least will have a chance to succeed next season which he didn't have this season 
Yep. This former NFL head coach says Mac Jones isn't to blame for Patriots' problems. Ex-Patriots players and former NFL quarterbacks agree New England's coaching is failing Mac Jones. One analyst suggested that Jones should demand a trade if things don't change over the offseason. If it ain't it ain't Mac Jones's fault, the hate should be going to the coach. Uh, how much blame does the coaching staff deserve for Mac Jones's failures? Oh, you double-sided it. Yes. Why Mac Jones's alleged quote-unquote attitude problem is a mischaracter- mischaracterization of the Patriots quarterback. Oh, the tides turn uh, now. How many? Oh no no no! Oh no 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 no! Some of these are from August. Yeah. Well. Let me tell you. How many field NFL coaches does it take to screw up Mac Jones? That was from August 10th. Okay. In Some <laughs> honesty, this coaching situation is not fair to Mac Jones. That was from September 1st. I know, but I can go in the middle of the season and get just as many headlines right. about, and I had about those, Mac Jones. And I have those, and they're all related to his bitchiness. Okay. None related to his play. Hmm. Well, They were all related. I mean, it was all... Edelman blasts Mac Jones yep. for his yep. behavior. Yep. Will Fork blasts Mac Jones for his behavior. None about so-and-so blasts Mac Jones for throwing an interception against the Ravens. None of that. Mm-hmm. And I looked. Believe me, I looked. But there's, there's just a little cross-reference off of one Google search. Okay. okay. All right. You convinced? So, no. Because <laughs> no, I know, I, I, I know but, what I heard. But you know what? I, I don't I don't blame Fred because no. I would do the same thing. Well, no, I, I like I heard people criticizing Mac Jones. I just I just did in the media, right? And I just told I'm you just what ta- it was. I'm not just talking. They about criticized fans. his behavior, yeah. not his play. Yeah. No, I, I think a lot of people. All the play was blamed on the coaches. I, I heard a lot. Of, is is Mac the guy? He's probably not the guy. You know, Patriots have decisions to make. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. Mazen uh, Felger with jo- Jim Murray. Those are two and that, three. Th- that's one show. Yeah. That's it. Adam Jones? Adam Jones. I, I can't count him because yeah, he's always, he's yeah. But, you know. Adam Jones actually thinks that Mac Jones is, is no, okay. I, I don't count. See. That's okay. I don't even care what any of those guys think because they're not really reporting. They're not here. They, you know, they don't go to the games. Yeah, I gave you a cross-reference cross of local guys and national pundits. Yeah. Some of that stuff was from, like, the Athletic National. Um, there was the, the coaching question was Mike Martz. Um, I think we all saw like the Dan Orlovsky and Kurt Warner stuff. I mean, that was embarrassing. Yeah, I, I mean, I'd like to see somebody saying that Mac is the guy. <laughs> you know, like I don't. Right. I haven't Orlovsky. seen any of that. Orlovsky that he is the guy. Orlovsky will tell you that. I just till think the it's top, the, till the cows come home. Yeah, he it's, has. He has said that. I think I just think it's a, a fair way to analyze this year. Sir. I can't get past the coaching staff and what that whole setup was with no, the playbook. See, but for even Mac, even now, and, locally, and it's the coaching yeah. staff ruined Mac Jones. Now yeah. I'm not sure he's going to be able to recover. Oh, from this. he can't recover from it. Uh, I, yeah, I I learned enough about Mac this year. I think he'll be in a much better situation. Well, Andy Hart thinks that they broke Mac Jones. Right, that's what I said. It's yeah. not because he can't play. It's because right. they broke him. Right, and I don't think he'll be able to be fixed. Right, that's the new thing. And I'm telling you. Use this line to Mike a lot already. I'll have my popcorn ready, watching it this year, waiting to see what the excuse is this year, and I will predict that it will be. You got to get him some weapons. I mean, you can't you can't put him out there. I mean, Tua's got Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, and you know, and, and Josh Allen has Steph Diggs, and you, you can't just put him out there. Yeah, that that'll be it. I'll guarantee but, you. But what if they don't? Give him weapons this year. What if Myers leaves, and what if, you know? What if they don't replenish? And he's as, as bad as he no, was this year, he, then he, he can't play. No, they don't make the playoffs. He's okay. Right. He goes back to year one. And then he can't play. Yeah. Well, I – Because other guys have had less. But, but is it a fair –
Like we yes. know he's not Mahomes, and and he's not going to like raise the level of. But can, can like as Bill says, can he be a quarterback in this league? Yes, he could be a quarterback in this league. Can he be a good one? Yeah. Yeah. Can he raise the level of those around him? If and if he can't, if you're saying no, he can't do that. That's well, not his. Well, I'm that, just, that, that's not his. I'm fault? just saying, what's a fair right. evaluation of the guy? I'm just. I'm, I'm posing the question. I'm posing the. I know. Watching his play and determining yeah. whether or not you think he played well. Well, regardless of personnel. Yeah, but like they can have a can. All right, so let me let me rephrase that. Can they have a bad record this year? And you're saying he he can play. I doubt it. I doubt it. Yeah. I I mean, I just think like right now we're like is Mac Jones. Maybe hopefully the seventh best quarterback in the AFC. Like that's the ceiling of so, what you so think. So then AFC let me East. let me first, let me ask the next. How how good of weapons do the Patriots need with Mac Jones in order to have a good record? In order to be a playoff contender? I would say they need at least one really good weapon added to the. And roster. what if they don't give him that? Then I and think, he's not good enough. I mean. Patrick I, Mahomes has a tight end. Yeah. I mean, I think we would then be flirting, though, on then getting well, mad at him. He's not going to ever be as good as Patrick Mahomes. No, but like, I if just, you, I don't. are hoping for that, I don't, it. I don't need him to be as good as Patrick Mahomes. I need him to make other guys better. Right. But yeah. that's a quarterback's I, job. But I do think there's a ceiling with Mac. I think, I think any objective yep. observer has to admit that he's not going to elevate a team like a Burrow, Allen, and Mahomes can do. I yeah. agree. Okay, yeah. that's where I that's so where that, I land on Mac. So Jones. that being the case, you know, can can a quarterback like him win in the league? And what do you need to give him in order to do that? San Francisco's roster. That's a okay. Well, <laughs> then if you don't do that, then are you able to fairly evaluate? There's no him? other team in the league that has that either. I know. So I'm saying, I, like, I if, have I have stats on that too, but I don't think you want me to go yeah, into that. Is that a fair evaluation? Like, so unless you have the stacked roster. You're saying that Mac Jones can't be good in this league? Great. Well, I, he he can play quarter. I agree with Bill. He can play quarterback in the league. Yeah, there are guys that are worse. Can than you him. win with him? No. Anything of substance? No. Well, that then, especially with how the AFC. But is that's how I feel. Right. No, that's I, not how my colleagues feel. I I know. But that's the thing. It, like, what will be? You know, what's a fair platform to evaluate him on? I don't you know, I don't think the, off, the Patriots. That's yeah. the team that he plays quarterback for. Yeah. Just like Justin Fields at some point, I know he doesn't have any weapons. I know Cole Komet is the best thing he has. Darnell Mooney. Right. At some point, you got to win some games. Yeah. Like, if you're going to be good, you have to lift those around you. I think he did a lot of things, Fields. I think he did a lot of things well last year. He had an incredible rushing season. Look good here. But they don't win. At some point, you got to find a way to lift those around you. And I think that's why some people think there's a chance that they will take Bryce Young or whoever in the with the first pick. The Patriots? No, the Bears. Oh, the Bears. Like, I, I mean, you could make an argument that he has nothing around. He has a lot less around him than, the, than Mac Jones does. Yeah. It's tough up there, too, because there's no – Jamison Williams or like one of those Jamar Chase top ten. All right, just give him. All right, well, so so I'm and I'm just asking, was 2022 a fair year season to evaluate Mac Jones? Uh, I would say there's definitely things you I learned about Mac Jones this year. I do think that there are elements that are fair that you know regardless of the situation. Yes, but I but I again I think that the situation he was put in overshadows it and. In fairness to him, I don't need to say he's absolutely not the guy right now, but 
what I learned about Mac Jones this year didn't make me think any more than what I thought in 2021 that he was going to be anything better than maybe the seventh best quarterback, best quarterback in the AFC. Yeah, I, I wouldn't really have a whole lot to add to what Mike just said. I, I, I think you learned some stuff. I put, I'm like everybody else. I put the lion's share of the blame on the coaching. Yeah. I put the lion's share of the blame on Bill for structuring it this way. But what I did learn about Mac, as Mike kind of just alluded, I didn't like. I don't like the way he handled any of it. Right. Yep. I, I, and I was something I was thinking about, too, driving in this morning of Bill now hiring the OC, not ex- explicitly saying I made a mistake, but I think everybody that has it, followed this team says actions, that was a, actions that speak was louder than a mistake words. season. Yep. I feel like this is the first time you've really had you, – you've got a serious strike on him now. Like, And I'm not saying I want to get rid of Bill Belichick, but I'm just – Talking to the point of if they don't give him a weapon this year or they don't do something to elevate the offense personnel-wise, is are we still on that track of like, all right, Bill, like, you know, like you're still kind well, of doing things your own way. Like, so it can't just what, with, if the roster was the exact same last year and they started out in spring with Bill O'Brien, yeah, is yeah. There, would it, yeah. how much better would they be in your opinion? Probably a, a couple games, a couple games. But I don't think anything more than that. I think they probably would have, you know, they might, they might, they might have gotten Miami the first week, you know, a little better offensive performance. Yeah. There were a couple games where I felt like the offense brought nothing to the table in the whole game, and it's hard to say, oh well, easily they would have won this game with that offense. But I think it's a totally different team. The defense, you know, how many turnovers did the defense give them that they didn't really do anything with? So I mean, I think they would have gotten another game or two. I don't think that they would have been a make noise in the playoffs type team just yet, but. It would have been better. You're saying they could be a ten and seven team. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that that's crazy. You know, that was I have absolutely no idea. No, I, I really don't. No, but I mean, I don't. I don't disagree with anything you said. I don't. I, I just don't. I just don't know how much it would have changed. I don't know how much it would have changed the record. I, I think their offense would have been better. It. They didn't have a coordinator last year. They didn't. Oh, yeah. but now they have a, a respected one. Right, and I'm saying if they did, how much better would they have been? And but if you're saying. I don't know about the record because I don't know how everything else changes. Yeah. Well, all that stuff we read about in Karen and, and Andrew's uh, article wouldn't have happened. All the discord. Yeah, but and I don't know. I don't know how the rest of the games unfold. Like I you know, can't yeah. just like plug it in I and know, say I know. he would have been good for fourteen more points a game, and that would have been able to win X, Y, and Z more games. Like the games all change. I know. I know. Yeah. I know. That's you know. You're trying to quantify what an offensive yeah, coordinator's it's impossible value to is know, but, yeah, to right. a full team. But I think that they you know, would have like, been a percentage Like the percentage Cincinnati better. do would, what, what the Bengals did in the second half of that game if it wasn't 22 to nothing at right. the half. Other teams play differently, too, in different scenarios. You know, maybe they ratchet it up. A, you yeah. know, like, for example, uh, that, that uh, Bills game where they kind of cruised. Yeah. Like, if the Patriots were right. a threat, the Bills would have played that game differently. Right, you know, and, yeah, and maybe it was worse. <laughs> you know, like you don't know, you don't know. And, and don't same know. thing I'd say with like the Jets. Maybe you don't need the yeah. Marcus Jones kickoff, for, you know, punt return at the end to win that game. Like right. I can say, you know, pretty confidently that the offense would have been better. Yeah, like because they didn't have a coordinator. <laughs> you, can't, <laughs> you can't be worse than that. <laughs> you can't. And, and that's where I do um, give yeah. Mac Jones some leeway. Like mm-hmm. you can't. I'm, I'm not completely heartless. Yeah. But I also look back, and I know no, no one really does this and no one agrees, but I look back to the last part of the 21 season with Josh McDaniels, the almighty Josh McDaniels. Yeah, they didn't play well. And he didn't play well. Yeah. Yeah. Have those numbers, too. All right. Uh, 
855-PATS-500 is the Ace Ticket Hotline. Web radio at Patriots.com is the email address. Um, i got to get going in about 10 minutes, but Deuce and Paul will uh, usher P- the show the to the end. and the Deuce uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess show will we'll take We ride again. i got some very important big, <laughs> big guy meetings. Uh, Patty's in Agawam. <laughs> big guy what's up, what's up, Patty? What's going on, guys? Hey. Hey, Patty. Hey, first things first. Oh, I got a little bit of a bone to pick with you. Ooh. Yeah, I get, know, uh, get in line. I, I know Biggie, that, that's one of his lines, but um, I'm a little bit younger than you are. I'm 46, correct? So you're, you're just a little bit older than me? Yeah. We'll go with that. Let's go Bicentennial Babies. All right. So I have a kid Evan's age, so you could definitely be Evan's father. That's number one. Um, but just uh, just... Going on the AFC Championship game, uh, one thing I did not like seeing was, aside from the uh, the 15-yard personal foul penalty, I mean, that was pretty egregious. Mahomes was, like, out in the stands buying a hot dog when they got when number 15. Yeah, because he threw right. himself <laughs> there. Right. But it just seemed like, um, like Casey, and I know they were the home team, was getting the majority of the home, you know, majority of the, the flags, you know. I, I, you sound distracted. What's he, going he on over dis- there? He sounds distraught. Yeah. You okay, Patty? You're not drunk today? It's not your fault. No, I'm not drunk today. I'm it's not your fault. Just, what are you doing? I'm just, just, um, just, just trying to fix the machine. Okay. I'm just to do my job. All right. Well, get back to fixing the machine. <laughs> do your job. Hey, he, doesn't he sound like he's really yeah, down? No, he just felt like it sounded like he's doing something else while, you know, and I uh, demand oh. – Attention. Good, I, Felger. I want, Good, Felger. Yeah. I mean, you know, if, no if you're calling this show, focus on the show. Then, you know, go shine shoes when you're done. Right. Oh. oh. Uh, Noah's in Toronto. What's up, Noah? What do you know? Uh, big, big fan of the show. Thank um, you. I just wanted to ask, uh, I guess, a two-part question. What do you think Matt Judon's trade value is? And if he could get, like, a late first or an early second for him, um... Why are we trading Matt Judon? The Patriots would do, but um, would you consider it? Uh, I would absolutely consider it. I don't think you would get a first-round pick from. But why are we trade? Why are we talking about trading Matt Judon, Noah? I guess from my perspective, I don't think they're that close to being a contender, and I think he doesn't really fit their window. So I think if you can kind of get a chance to. So so when you're thinking by the, it's going to take too long to get. Good, and he won't be around anyway, so you might as well leverage him now. Four or five-year deal, do you Yeah, say? I, I yeah. feel like he's kind of one of the few players on the four. team that you could get like, significant draft value for, yeah. like, kind of above a third-round pick. So. so the Patriots are are in the market here. You're, you're saying that they're, they're, they're buyers, right? They're no, selling things. They're sellers. They're sellers. They're sellers. Yeah, yeah. I, ju- I just don't think they're really that close to being contenders. So. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting, Noah. Um, I I don't think um, I don't think the Patriots would be interested in looking to to deal him. I think he's one of their handful of players on defense that they would build around. But the whole second half thing with him, I think, is I mean, it's two years now. It happened. Um, You know, the first nine games, he had eleven and a half sacks, thirty-five tackles, ten for loss, nineteen quarterback hits. The last eight games, four sacks. 25 tackles, four tackles for loss, and only nine quarterback hits. So the, the, like those stats, just statistically, 
two years in a row, dropped precipitously. Now, you could make an argument that they asked him to do different things. Um, Uche picked I, I think, up a lot of sacks in that period. I think Uche did pick up yeah. a lot of sacks. But, you know, some of this is like pressure-related stuff. You know, tackles for loss, quarterback hits. Yeah. So – I'm not. I'm not. I mean, personally, I'm not overly concerned about. Like, I thought he was better down the stretch this year. I think he was better more, this year than he was last absence year. Kind of fed into that too a little bit. I think just for next year, I I, I think you're a couple pieces away on defense, but I think that they have a pretty good core, and I and I have pretty good confidence just generally in the coaching side on the defensive side of the ball, especially cornerback, where I feel like they've done a good job, you know, developing guys. I think that they need more talent at cornerback. I'd love to add one more guy in the box in some variety that's an impact player. But I think with Judon and Uche and, and Barmore, you've got three pretty good pieces to you know, at least get after the passer a little bit going into next year and, and build off of what they did. Uh, I don't think that they're yeah, I'm not looking you know, to move San Francisco or anything, but yeah. I think that they have a pretty good core right now. And, and I'd, just, I'd love to see Barmore next year just you know, really go off and, and be that player. You see guys that are making impact. I mean, look at all of basically all of Philadelphia's defensive line. Those guys are absolute terrorists. But, you know, just the, the, the impact, and he's not Chris Jones, but you just see if you have one of those guys who's a mismatch up and down the line that you can move around and get after the quarterback, they're, they're huge. They can make a huge impact. Uh, Willems and Philem, what's up, William? Hey. Hi, Good. Hey, man. Uh, all right, hey, how you doing, Paul? Uh, Excellent. Just, just want to say this. Um, it, it's just a mess, gentlemen, just how all this, you know, I mean, we all seen a lot of things that was going to happen. Maybe we didn't know how to, what the outcome was going to be with the Patriots, but uh, it's oh god, man! I I, I just got to tell y'all this. I think, do you think Bill will move on away from Jacoby Myers, Damian Harris, uh, Kendrick Bourne? You know, people that was like side-eyed with Matt, you know, believing them because you know, Bill kind of a little petty and he might hold that against them and might want to get rid of them. I, I mean, what you think? I don't mm. know. Yeah, I, I mean, so you're saying, you know, because of speaking out. Um, yeah. I, I'm hoping yeah. they keep Myers. You I know, don't think Myers I, and, and Harris will have anything to do with yeah. pettiness. I, I think, think Harris they're, they're, goes anyway. They're yeah. free agents and, yeah. you know, I, I you get to free agency yeah. and yeah, we you run the risk that. of losing guys. We, we talked about that. Would there be retribution Bourne. for the guys that's, that spoke in that yeah, article? Yeah, Bourne could be Bourne's in that category for, for William. Yeah. Yeah, it felt to me too okay. like Bourne was one of the guys I, in the Herald. I, I think, oh, I think, you know, and we said yes. this last. I love show, Bill, but and like, no, mm. no, 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 that was somebody else. Oh, I, that, I, my guess. <laughs> I, I think you know, given that this stuff is is happened, I think Bill needs right. to go to all his veterans one on one, and and talk, you know, and and say, listen, we tried something, it didn't work. I'm taking the blame. We're moving forward, and I think he needs to do that with these guys. Do you, you think know? he will? I don't know. I, I heard that he he I, does do that. I don't think there's any chance of that. Yeah, I don't. know. I think back to like the fourth and two play, and that's different. That's that's. But, a I mean, he addressed the team and basically said, "Don't let anybody ever tell you I don't have confidence in my team." Okay. Yeah, but We're that's different. Just the fact that you did this. That's no. different. That's different. I think. Yeah, Thanks, it's, William. It's no accountability. It's the same. No, I I I think I think he will. I, in some form, he might. Yeah, I think in some form or fashion, he's gonna let people know that yeah last year was yeah, was I, on me and we're going to move forward i can't argue that That's he won't it. do that i don't know what's going to happen yeah. i'm just saying yeah. kind of hasn't really done that in the past i yeah. would just say too to kendrick Bourne. i mean he's still is under contract for next year I, I just wouldn't be in a hurry to get rid of any guy who's under contract and as a receiver and can play in the league i would it would be more nope. does billy billy o want what does billy o want to do with him how does he see Bourne fitting in and if he didn't see a spot 
But for the ancillary off-the-field stuff, I would not. What if Bill goes into this season or this offseason and says those decisions on offense are going to be Bill O'Brien's hmm? on whether or not to keep yeah, I'd be born? Nah, I'd be stunned. That feels like you're trying to slip out of – it's not me that's going to cut you. It's going to be him. Well, like, not because of that. Just yeah. like this is his offense now. If he wants to keep born, he keeps him, despite what I say. I would certainly I might keep born. I'm with yeah. Mike. Yeah. yeah. Like, maybe Belichick wants to get rid of Bourne, but if Bill O'Brien wants to keep him, he stays. Yeah. Now, I, you I need, don't know. You need two guys better than Bourne, but I would yeah. keep Bourne. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. I agree. I, I just wonder. I don't, you know. I, I mean, it's all uh, optics and how – I mean, I don't want to say he's in uncharted territory. He's coached the team forever. He's been through ups and downs before, but I just I, – I do. I wonder – how much of that is going to be made to make amends with the team? How much of it is going to be made to make amends with Mac Jones? Not just like, hey, I'm sorry. That like I could the see The signings, happening. you know, do they, do, I mean, do they overextend themselves a little bit for Jacoby Myers because Mac loves him? I don't know. I mean, and I also wonder, you know, do you go and you say, look, Mac, we're not going to be able to re-sign Jacoby, um, but we're going to take this money and we're going to get, you know, a player who is – moves the needle as far as a real you know a real legit guy and then i think mac will be like hey i love jacoby but yep. i understand the finances of it and if we're gonna pool some resources and really try to get a guy then it's you know how, how do you not get on yeah board with the that? conversation with mac jones that i could see happening because i think mac jones is the one that yeah you really need to give him a little bit of hold really hand, needs to have well, the relationship needs to, needs to be it needs to be repaired if your yeah. quarterback's not on board it trickles down you, you, he needs I, to set I the tone i couldn't agree more and i think yeah. that was another part of the reason why i think he bears more responsibility than most give him yeah cuz he refused to accept it from the start uh Syl in seattle writes in thank you for being honest about what we have at the quarterback position i've been sick to my stomach hearing this fan base so delusional about this guy as I've consistently said on this show, this guy shouldn't have been the 15th pick the year he came out and shouldn't be guaranteed anything here. In my experience, watching the NFL, it's very rare to see play calling blame for execution. What makes people think Billy O can uh, call this guy into Burrow? Well, I don't think oh, he can. Nobody geez. does. But oh, I could give you those headlines, too, <laughs> but I didn't prepare today. Um, but anyway, I, I do think um, – Another example of that, you know, the way the emailer said, you know, the delusional, you know, nature of this. I don't know if you saw this, Freddie, but Tyler Huntley, backup quarterback for the Ravens. Yeah, you know he's going he to the Pro Bowl now. He's going to the Pro Bowl as like the 17th alternate, like Mac did yeah. last year. Yeah. Um, more than one, right, of our colleagues, Mike. Wow. Yeah. You know, tongue in cheek, you know. Mac Jones was a Pro Bowl snub. I never thought I could say this. I think Doug Kite said, I never thought I would say this, but Mac Jones is a Pro Bowl. And I know they're <laughs> joking. I know it's sarcasm. It's no different than but last year. But he ain't. <laughs> but he wasn't a Pro Bowl snub. Oh. Even with that guy. He shouldn't have went last year. No, but even like this year, he didn't play as good as Tyler Huntley did. Bailey Zappi may have been a Pro Bowl snub. Imagine that. Zappi All right. Um, I'm gonna, we're going to take a break. Paul you got to leave. I have to leave. Uh, when we come back, Deuce and Paul will usher you through the last hour. Lots of emails coming in, so plenty to talk about, and they'll be right back after this. Verizon, the network America relies on, and the official 5G network of the New England Patriots. Patriot Place is the region's number one shopping, dining, and entertainment destination. Shop your favorites, including Vineyard Vines, Express, Olympia Sports, Petco, and more. Enjoy dining at one of our 19 restaurants, including Six String Grill and Stage, Scorpion Bar, and Bar Louie. And don't forget about the entertainment. 
Explore your inner artist at Muse Paint Bar, watch a movie at Showcase Cinema Deluxe, or grab a controller and start gaming at Helix Esports. For a complete directory listing, please visit patriot-place.com. How did Verizon build the fastest 5G in the world? We started by building it right with 5G Ultra Wideband. Then we gave it massive capacity and near zero lag. And it's not just fast, it's 25 times faster than today's 4G networks. This is 5G built right from the network more people rely on, only on Verizon. 5G Ultra Wideband available only in parts of select cities. Global claim based on open signal independent analysis. 25 times analysis by Ookla's speed test intelligence data Q2 2020. When someone accidentally threw away the school play costumes. Oh no. Replacements were shipped with FedEx. And with picture proof of delivery, everyone could focus on the perfect opening night. FedEx, where now meets next. For residential delivery only. In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. Look at the world's most successful athletes like Serena Williams, Brooks Kepka, and Alex Morgan. They don't spend all their days grinding away. They take time to enjoy themselves, like getting together with friends over a Michelob Ultra, because they know that happiness is the key to winning and that joy is the whole game, not just the end game. Michelob Ultra, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. AB Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Some people are never content with simply being good. Not when they can be great, but it takes a big step to get there. In fact, it takes a leap of faith, a belief in what you're striving toward, and a willingness to make the commitment, day in and day out, to something bigger than yourself. Putnam is proud to partner with those who share their own commitment to performance excellence. This is Matt Light for Putnam Investments, a world of investing. There's no season better than football season. And there's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy sports partner of the New England Patriots. To add to the thrill, DraftKings has millions of dollars in prizes up for grabs every week. So head to the app now and check it out. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy football is easy to play. Just pick nine players, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for yards, touchdowns, receptions, and so much more. There's no better way to put your football knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at $1 million in total prizes. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week. That's promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week, only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Patriots fans, you'll want to check out the replay on this one. Pat the Patriot is stealing the show tonight with his Bank of America mobile banking app. That's right, folks. So here we see Pat cheering and then whammo. Is that Bank of America life plan? Looks like he's saving up for some big future moves. Planning the next vacay, huh, big guy? And wait, now he's paying back his buddy for concessions using Zelle? No penalty there. Incredible. No way. As if that double move wasn't impressive enough, now he's beefing up his account defense with security meter? Holy cannoli, what a performance. Bank of America's digital tools are so impressive, Patriot fans just can't stop banking. Learn more at bankofamerica.com slash banking. You must be enrolled in online banking or download the latest version of the mobile banking app only available on select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. 
Terms and conditions apply. Member FDIC. Want to get into the game? Get coached up at Dean College. Equipped with exclusive academic partnerships featuring the Patriots, Revolution, Providence Bruins, Summer Baseball, and more, our classrooms are set up for success by learning directly from the pros. Dean College has programs in communications, sports management, business, and marketing with unprecedented hands-on experiences. Our students take what they learn in the classroom and put it right to work in the marketplace. At Dean College, our students don't just play games, we run them. Visit us at dean.edu. Verizon, the network America relies on, and the official 5G network of the New England Patriots. Patriot Place is the region's number one shopping, dining, and entertainment destination. Shop your favorites, including Vineyard Vines, Express, Olympia Sports, Petco, and more. Enjoy dining at one of our 19 restaurants, including Six String Grill and Stage, Scorpion Bar, and Bar Louie. And don't forget about the entertainment. Explore your inner artist at Muse Paint Bar, watch a movie at Showcase Cinema Deluxe, or grab a controller and start gaming at Helix Esports. For a complete directory listing, please visit patriot-place.com. How did Verizon build the fastest 5G in the world? We started by building it right with 5G Ultra Wideband. Then we gave it massive capacity and near zero lag. And it's not just fast, it's 25 times faster than today's 4G networks. This is 5G built right from the network more people rely on, only on Verizon. 5G Ultra Wideband available only in parts of select cities. Global claim based on open signal independent analysis. 25 times analysis by Ookla Speed Test Intelligence data Q2 2020. When someone accidentally threw away the school play costumes. Oh no. Replacements were shipped with FedEx. And with picture proof of delivery, everyone could focus on the perfect opening night. FedEx, where now meets next. For residential delivery only. In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. Look at the world's most successful athletes like Serena Williams, Brooks Kepka, and Alex Morgan. They don't spend all their days grinding away. They take time to enjoy themselves, like getting together with friends over a Michelob Ultra, because they know that happiness is the key to winning and that joy is the whole game, not just the end game. Michelob Ultra, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. AB Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Some people are never content with simply being good. Not when they can be great, but it takes a big step to get there. In fact, it takes a leap of faith, a belief in what you're striving toward, and a willingness to make the commitment, day in and day out, to something bigger than yourself. Putnam is proud to partner with those who share their own commitment to performance excellence. This is Matt Light for Putnam Investments, a world of investing. There's no season better than football season. And there's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy sports partner of the New England Patriots. To add to the thrill, DraftKings has millions of dollars in prizes up for grabs every week. So head to the app now and check it out. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy football is easy to play. Just pick nine players, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for yards, touchdowns, receptions, and so much more. There's no better way to put your football knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at $1 million in total prizes. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week. That's promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week, only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. 
Patriots fans, you'll want to check out the replay on this one. Pat the Patriot is stealing the show tonight with his Bank of America mobile banking app. That's right, folks. So here we see Pat cheering and then whammo. Is that Bank of America life plan? Looks like he's saving up for some big future moves. Planning the next vacay, huh, big guy? And wait, now he's paying back his buddy for concessions using Zelle? No penalty there. Incredible. No way. As if that double move wasn't impressive enough, now he's beefing up his account defense with security meter? Holy cannoli, what a performance. Bank of America's digital tools are so impressive, Patriot fans just can't stop banking. Learn more at bankofamerica.com banking. You must be enrolled in online banking or download the latest version of the mobile banking app only available on select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Member FDIC. And now, great moments in history. I have an excellent mattress. What kind of mattress do you have? You don't know? The st- regular one or a memory foam? I don't know what it is. Jeez. Oh, you don't know? No, Beth, no. Beth does everything important in my house. What am I sleeping on? Well, how did she know it was a good mattress for you? It was a great mattress. How did she know that? Because I was on it before we bought oh, it. Oh, so you know. So <laughs> what was it? what kind it was. I don't <laughs> remember. On it. Took it a test. Why are you being like Eric and not giving me information? <laughs> this is it. what Eric would do. I don't know. <laughs> it's a mattress. I don't need to tell you. First of all, that's the, exactly the opposite of what Eric would do. Eric would tell you the name yeah. of the mattress, and it would absolutely be the most expensive that you've ever no, heard oh, of. No, only if only if he really liked it. Do you ever think that. maybe I don't want to tell you that I spent way more money on a mattress than should be humanly What's possible? What's wrong with that? Because it's embarrassing. Oh. Mattresses, That's stuff that you do. Alex, is mattresses are important, are they not? They are, but I'm saying that as someone whose mattress came from a box at Costco, and I just pulled it out, and Well, you're great. light. I mean, I think if... <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> you're light. No, no, I think if you don't weigh a lot, I don't I think the mattress... Back, though. The yeah. mattress doesn't do. matter that much. It's only when you're heavy, yeah. you know? Is it a Tempur-Pedic? It's a Tempur-Pedic, isn't hey, it? Hey, sweetie, what kind of bed is it that we have? Paul, it's a Tempur-Pedic, right? Probably. Yeah. Does it go up and down? Do they have, like, controls on it and stuff? Oh, the old person adjustable bed? Uh, no, no, but he can change the TV channels with his butt cheeks. <laughs> so he doesn't have to move his arms. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ESPN. Ah. <laughs> oh, Joss is on. <laughs> That's another great moment from. Always <laughs> oh, comes back to Jaws <laughs> in your well time. Oh. <laughs> That's a pretty good fart impression. Two there, of them. Myself. I'm pretty. Two good ones. Pretty, pretty proud of myself on that. ESPN. Idea. That's right, folks. PP and the Deuce ride again here for the last hour. We'll get to. Uh, yeah, you know what's emails, unfortunate? Yeah. We got to ride together for the last hour, and you think that the referee, it was a penalty, but that he shouldn't have called it. And I think it was a penalty, but he probably shouldn't have called it. Yeah. That stinks. I know. I'm sorry. We could have had a nice, like, 15-minute, like, PFW in progress, you know, old days. Um, they got to call use, it, Paul. Useless I could try argument. it out. I could try it out and, a little and bit. I've been surprised um, the amount of people, because I know that most people around here were probably rooting for Cincinnati. I was. So... I was surprised with the amount of people that have been like, no, like you got to call it. It was a penalty. It was a clear. Yeah, I know. By the letter of the law, it was a penalty. It was a clear penalty. There was no like gray area. He was out of bounds when he got contacted. But I do think there's a gray area in that the time of the game, the caliber of the contact, the level of the actual contact, to me, would have given them an out. And I don't think there would have been a hue and cry. Now, in Kansas City, they would have been – Whining, but but everybody whines 
Do you think it was the, like the hand on the shoulder? Because it seems like they tripped. Like they kind of hit legs, and that's why they fell. Like they no, like I think, clipped. But listen, like the hand I love, the, I love I like Patrick the hand Mahomes. Is what they called, but I think he took a dive, <laughs> and that's why he went shooting all the way to the bench because right. he. Like propelled himself forward, and then Osai was hurt, and like I just felt bad. It was like add injury to insult. Imagine like, if he like tore his ACL on that play, and <sighs> I, told I got six months of like dark rehab after doing that play. And everybody was sad, you know. They kept showing him on the bench of, of how upset he was, and yeah, I think like, Hill I, came I, to his defense afterwards. He felt bad for I'm the guy. Not really like, here what do you really want really to hear for like, that? Well, how about the other guy that was ripping him, yeah. Pratt? Like, what else can he do? I don't. I mean, you're running full speed. I, I just it's think it's match point it's unrealistic to expect. Him saying, well, as I'm running over, I think he's going out of bounds. Careful. And don't touch him. If he goes out of bounds, I'm probably going too fast to stop. So I need to stop now. Is this all happening in like one second? Right. It's like a split-second decision with the Super Bowl on the line. I could let him go, and then all of a sudden he goes like eight more yards down the sideline and makes it like a 52-yard field goal instead. And it was – Third down, right? Yeah. Well, he got third, the first I mean, it's, down. And, but I'm just like, like – It was third and four. He had the first down by the time he got hit. But there was just that increased, like, a third down in the fourth quarter of an AFC championship, right. like, you know, huge moment. I mean, like he, if they he tackle, If they tackled him it. in bounds, um, the game's going to end. Yeah. So that, that's, like, that, that's how close it was. I, I just think it's, it's easy to sit there and look and say, well, yeah, just feed on the white. That's a penalty. Like, no interpretation, no nothing. Whereas the whole game is interpretive. The whole, like, the the whole element of officiating, one arm bar by a, a Bengals lineman is holding and one by a Chiefs lineman is not. Yeah, just like, consistent. Like, every play, there was a ridiculous pass interference call on um, on the, I think, Apple. You love that. No, I just like <laughs> he's always in your crosshairs. Listen, he's yeah, an average yeah, player. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to hear you talking smack or his mom. You know, like I don't know. Let's hop over to the phones. We got uh, Rashad down in Baltimore hanging on. Hey, Rashad, what's going on? Hey, what's up? What's up, guys? How are you? Um, um, well, I I started. I guess I started on the games on the weekend. Um. I mean, it, it was. I feel like it was. That was a penalty, but I feel like it was like a like it was like a little shove. And I think if that was like Josh Allen or Lamar Jackson, then they probably wouldn't have called that play. Uh, Josh Allen would, definitely wouldn't have gotten. It wouldn't have been no. called. Cam Newton but, absolutely would not have been called for Cam Newton. The the bigger quarterbacks, yeah. they didn't get those calls. But I mean, I I feel like the, the Bengals they had they, they had the game. They had the game, but. You know, I feel like when you get when you get three, when you get a secondary <laughs> down chance, you know, like the odds, you know, the odds going to be in your favor. So yeah. I say congrats to the Chiefs, but I'm going, I'm going for the Eagles. But I'm gonna move on to the Patriots for now. Okay. So, um, I, I really, I really don't know what to get excited about for like for the the off season and for the season in general, because I don't really know like what to expect or like where can they go like. Is it going to be? Is it going to be better than this year, which will be like last year, a wild card exit? Like, I don't really know like what to expect, like what changes, like I don't really know what what to look forward to, just because of like the way that the coaching and all every like the way that the team is assembled. So it, it's just kind of frustrating, you know. But it is exciting because I do want to see what's going to happen. But it's just frustrating because you know 
it's something might happen, but it might be the something like we don't need or it's something that'll set us back even further. Like Man. a caller that a caller said something about Judon being traded. I mean, I kind of agree with that just because like Judon's a good player, but like is he pushing us to the next level? Like is he pushing us? You know, further. If not, then why can't we? Yeah. You know, get some value. It's a fair point, and that's. I think that was Noah's point. He didn't feel like the team would be in position to win a title, while Judon's still a big part of the defense. So yeah. why not see if you can get something for him? I, if you think you can make a good trade, I'm not opposed to it. Yeah. Thanks for shot. Well, and I would just say too, like I mean, we're you know, obviously you haven't even started yet. You got eleven. Yeah. I'd rather build. Picks I'd rather build on the team than strip away from it. Yeah. I, I think if. You know, what happens if you re-signed Jacoby Myers, but you also were able to acquire, you know, DeAndre Hopkins or T. Higgins? Just, yeah. You know, like a, yeah. I'm just – A guy. Like, yeah, a, a, a number one guy. So now all of a sudden it's T. Higgins, it's Jacoby Myers, it's Kendrick Bourne, it's Devontae Parker with a second-year Tyquan Thornton. And an offensive who, who might be better. And maybe you can get – with the first round, you get Skaronsky from Northwestern who yep. – by all accounts, is a can't-miss left tackle prospect, right? Yep. So I, I know that he's supposed to go in the top ten, but, you know, strange things happen. You never know. You plug him in, and he's a starter from day one. And that bolsters the offensive line. Cole Strange is a lot better in year two. He's got an actual offensive line. Coach. Right? And then you're well-coordinated, and maybe I am wrong on Mac Jones, and maybe you increase the talent level around him just a little bit. You don't have to have a stacked San Francisco roster. And all of a sudden, he looks like a pro bowler. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, it's not crazy. It also, like, you know, it's point not out crazy. Barmore, Marcus Jones. I mean, to see what Marcus Jones is going to do next year, how they're going to use him, um, you know, for me, those are those are exciting pieces, too. I mean, I, I wish I could say, I mean, I mean, I know I'm preaching to the choir on Thornton. I wish I could say I'm really excited about what he might be able to do in year two. I, I mean, I haven't given up on him, um, but I don't have that kind of excitement that I have for Marcus Jones where – I know he's a player in this league. I know he's going to contribute to this team. I'm not sure on Thornton yet. I don't know if he's a boss, if he's going to be able to, to contribute at all. Uh, is that speed going to translate? How's Billy O going to use him? You know, I mean, I think that's the yeah, – Maybe he'll look better with Billy maybe. O too. You know, you know that's what's overshadowing it. You don't know. The, you know, the problems with route running, maybe a, a good offensive coordinator, well-coordinated system knows, knows what to will do improve with improve everything. I mean, I think that was part of, too, what we – there were so much complaints about you're just not putting guys in position to be successful. You're not putting guys to play to their strengths, except for maybe Parker, which I feel like they got yeah. it. Like he can they go up. And, yeah, that's a good they point. They did what he could they do. Used they used Parker, right? They figured Slants and go routes <laughs> down the sideline. I mean, they, they, you know, a couple of overs and unders and whatnot. Yeah, but yeah, was, yeah they used he Parker. Is what he is. I mean, and he's a piece. You know, I don't think he's he's. You know, I. I like, I, I know a lot of people talking about T. Higgins, and, I mean, I see, you know, no, similar outside guys. No, I'm just throwing guys. out, like, a number one right. caliber receiver. But, you know, there's no question that could be upgraded, but do I think they're going to do it this year? Uh, I think they'll probably handle it. But, but you know, with, with all that stuff, too, you know, and do I think all of it's going to happen? No, but, like, in that league, more than a lot of the other leagues, you can do it in a blink. Yeah. You can go from meh to really good in a blink. Like, Philadelphia went from meh to really good. They were a nine and eight playoff team last year, and they're really good now. now. Are they the best team in football? I don't know. I know, but they're in the they're, they're in the top five, right? It's so funny you say that. Remember when we were down in Philly watching preseason the, the training camp Two practices? Years ago. I, I was I didn't know any have any beat on that being a good team. It just felt like they were one of the people in the middle trying to figure out if Jalen Hurts was even going to work for them. Uh, it did it did happen. Quick. So and I think a lot of people would have looked at Jalen Hurts and said, "Nah, like 
he's he's not going to be what they think he can be. He can't he can't throw at that level. Well, he threw at that level. He sure did. You know, and you combine that with his dynamic run, rushing ability, a thousand yard rusher with how many touchdowns? Like, yeah, like that. That's why I I wouldn't go now if the off season unfolds and they're not able to get any of these kinds of pieces, and then the draft comes and you know yeah. It's more 2022 than 2021. Like it's well, even if it's a, but even if it's a good draft, now you're young. You know they've been an old team the yeah. last several years. If if now you're going off of 21, 22, 23, that's the the nucleus of your team. Now maybe you could convince me. You know, take a guy like Judon. Yeah. See if you can add. You know, like you didn't get anything in free agency. We're going into the draft. Maybe you can get a second round pick. Maybe I I think it's probably less than that because I think he's. He's on the other side of 30, right? Uh, I think he's like right at 30 maybe. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I, I think he's a good player, but I don't think he's thought of as, as, as a great player around the league. Um, maybe you could get something for him. I don't know. I almost just want him just because he makes it fun. <laughs> like he's one of the only guys with some real personality. Yeah, right, right now I wouldn't even entertain the covers. thought of trading him. Not because I think he's a great player, but because I think he is. he's part of what makes you, you, know, makes you good on defense. Hold on to that core. Hope that what you saw in the last half of the season with Uche is real, and see if he can build around yeah. that. I, I'm going to grab Eldred Bubba. Yeah, I, go I, ahead. But remind me to get back because I have a question for you. Um, Some must think about. I'll do it after uh, after Eldred. Hey, Eldred, how you doing, man? There it is. Hey, uh, Mike. <laughs> oh, how y'all doing, man? Sup? Sorry, throw you off there. Uh, uh, I'm split, man. I'm split, and I can't believe I'm really split. Uh, with just uh, Paul, I agree with you. If uh, you give Max some, some weapons, you know, they might say, okay, he needs a weapon because he, he didn't have them or whatever. But if you can't get Higgins, what I'm split on is the 14th pick, where this uh, Quentin Johnson out of TCU, yep. the wide receiver, yeah, or the him. number one corner, Devon uh, Witherspoon out of Illinois, a good man corner yeah. that mm-hmm. can tackle, and we need that too, you know. Yep. And that tackle, you get in the second, third round. I don't care. I don't want no first round. Offensive lineman, you know, you need some, you need some playmakers. Yeah, and that's what I'm looking at, you know. But um, I would mind having that guy from TCU, but uh, according to the draft, he's going, he's going 13 huh. to Texas, to Houston, and Devon is going to Washington on 21. So if we missed out on him. Maybe like the so we have 14. I don't like that tight end pick, you know, because you need somebody on the outside during yeah. the seam and in the middle. Yeah, leave some out on the outside to open up the middle, like I've been saying for about fourteen years. <laughs> <laughs> you know that Eldred loves his wide receivers, oh, right, Mike? Oh, I've learned that. <laughs> oh yeah, but Higgins. I don't think Higgins, Higgins going to leave Cincinnati because a uh, boy got hurt. And you see what that offense uh, receiver core looked like when you can just concentrate on Chase and Higgins. So I don't think they'll let him get out of there. They're going to they're gonna figure out a way to pay him or give him a, a friendly deal and, and pay him next year. That's what I think. That's what I would do. Yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't let that call go nowhere. Yeah. I would. I would do my I'd best to, to keep that that like I said the integrity of that talent base in place for a couple of years and take a run at it. Take some good good stabs at at winning it, and then go from there. Absolutely. Okay. One more question. I'm gonna let y'all go. Yeah. I know everybody keep uh, assuming they uh, asking, but do you really think Billy O'Brien like on draft day? Could tell Bill, no, nah, Bill, we don't want that guy out of Wisconsin, Boo, whatever, but we need this guy right here that, that I know can play. You think he might have a chance to say that and do that? 
I mean, I, I, I would hope so. I mean, I don't know about within the moment, but I would hope he's involved in the draft process and, you know, they're all on the same page of what they want, what kind of, I mean, we, I think we're, we're all on the same page of what we want, what, what we think that they need. But, um, you know, I mean, I, I think they showed last year with Thornton. I mean, I didn't love the pick, but at least it shows uh, some understanding of trying to get more explosive, I guess. But um, just a couple points, too. Thanks, I appreciate it. Um, Witherspoon, too, is I'm starting, I'm starting to dip in the draft a little early this year, Paul. Um, but that Witherspoon kid, I like him. He's, he's down at the Senior Bowl this week, and I think there's not really a huge consensus right now on the cornerback class, and he is one that, I mean, I, was, I listened to PFF's breakdown. Those guys had him as their top one. Um, other teams, like Elder said, in the 20s. But I do think it's conversation right now with the tackles, the three, like Broderick Jones, Paris Johnson, and Skaronsky. Those three guys... And then, oh, no, what's coming? No, on? nothing. You got, you nothing. got a side? Oh. Yeah, no, off, <laughs> you, look off crest, you look crestfallen. It's more of an off-air uh, <laughs> um, shaking of the head. Uh, and then the receivers, I mean, you've heard Zay, Zay Jones, but that these are kind of the three positions you're looking at in the first round. And just in my limited kind of as I, I've dipped my toe in, especially with those tackles, you brought up Skaronsky. Um, you know, there are some guys. Well, Paris, that, Johnson, that, Paris Johnson. Paris Johnson. Johnson the Ohio State guy. Yeah, those three. Broderick Jones. He's those a are Ge- probably the Georgia three. guy, right? Broderick big, Jones. Big guy. Um, I mean, Paris Johnson, I think, 6'8". Broderick Jones is 6'6". But, you know, just prototypical, tough. Um, you got to love a Georgia guy being in the SEC. Um, you know, I, I, I can't imagine we draft a Northwestern guy, though. MOB might have to come back and give us the yeah. the scoop on on the Wildcats. But, there. I mean, you just look at the last one was a home run. You know, Rashawn Slater yeah. in the first round for the Chargers was, was really good uh, as a rookie. And then he unfortunately got hurt and missed a lot of the year this year. But I, I just look at there's a chance that they can plug some of these holes quickly. And I don't dismiss that. And then, you know, then it's going to be up to, to Mac Jones to make a leap. Yeah. Give him the ball. Make it happen. Let's uh, let's head out to Bolton. Say hi to Mark. Hey, Mark, what's going on? Hey, guys. Um, I uh, don't want to get into the micro of the draft and free agency just yet. I'm Good, because do I don't either. <laughs> yeah. soon, though. Uh, we're not, we're not but, there yet either. But I am really more excited than most on the Bill O'Brien uh, signing, and here's why. I I really want to see the Patriots' offense be the Patriots' offense that I know again. And that is incorporate aspects of 2011 with the two tight ends of, of Gronk and number you know 81. Yeah, unfortunately, and, they don't have those. Uh, no, I, yeah, I, I know that he's not, that the Hunter Henry is not Gronk, but he is a good, a good middle of the field tight end, and he's got to get something out of John Smith, or they just got to cut him and, and and just move on from their loss. I mean, the guy has athleticism; he had touchdowns and yards the year before they got him. I don't like how the guy looks, but I think that O'Brien has gonna has a much better chance of getting something out of those two uh, to, to start off with, and and that's just to start. We haven't had a real Patriot slot receiver. In three years, oh, I love Jacoby Myers. He was my pick of the draft of the of the of Cape Like, what do you consider ago. like a real a slot receiver? Like, what is like? He's not a slot. Why? Because he, he doesn't get open quick enough. Really? And he's not as ex- not explosive to dominate the middle of the field. Um, well, then they never had a good slot receiver then, because they never had an explosive one who's dominated the middle of the field. Because the guy, I, we don't have one now. We haven't. No, had they've one never had years. one. If that's we the definition of a slot receiver, they don't have that kind of player. They don't have Brandon Cooks. They don't have Christian Kirk. Right. 
That that's an explosive one. slot receiver, not Wes Welker. Not Julian he Edelman. Was explosive. They gave up a second round pick for him. He was he was uncoverable. Right. So was Myers. Five yards of his pattern. Right. Myers does the same thing. He catches everything that's thrown to him. He moves the change consistently. They just don't have anything else. That's the difference. They have nothing else with him that they can rely on. It's just him. 800 yards year after year because they have nothing else. Like I, This well, whole slot receiver thing is really driving me batty. I, I had to get okay, into it in the mailbag well, it's today. It's driving me batty, too. I'll tell you that right now because we haven't done anything on the slot. In and if you don't improve your talent base around the slot, it will stay that way. You can let Myers go. I have no. I, I'm not married to Myers as much as I. Lo- I love the guy. I. I think the kids are terrific. I love the player, but I'm. But I'm. I don't, I don't want to give him 15 million either. So I'm fine letting him go. But you're going to bring in someone else to replace him. You're going to bring in Zay Flowers, and you're going to have the same thing, because you don't have anybody to occupy. You don't have Randy Moss to help Wes Welker. You don't have Rob Gronkowski to help Julian Edelman. You don't have those guys. No, no, you don't have Moss and you don't have Gronkowski, but there was years that the, that the Patriots still survived with pedestrian outside receivers and, and, and just had all three of those things cooking at once. I mean, even Edelman down I mean, in 2018, 2016, we didn't have anything great on the outside. Yes, we had Gronk. I can't and get that was the that. worst offense that you had in any of your Super Bowls. Because you, you didn't have the healthy guys around him. And you also yeah. wouldn't have won the Super Bowl without Gronk. Of course not. I mean, Edelman was the MVP. He was great in that game, right? Yes. I mean, if I recall, he had like 11 for 140-some-odd. How many points did they score? Three. Until Gronk stepped into the game in the fourth quarter, right? Absolutely. Because they don't okay. have that. They don't have that guy to, to stretch the field, to occupy the defense. They have Jacoby Myers catching passes, getting first downs, but having a hard time in the red zone, having a hard time consistently maintaining drives. It's not because of Jacoby Myers. It's because they don't have anything else. And I also think what made those slot receivers great, they were, they were really good, but what made them great players, Troy Brown, Wes Welker, Danny Amendola, Julian Edelman, was Tom Brady. It wasn't as good... Even though Welker caught a million passes in 2008 when Matt Castle was the quarterback, for the, mm-hmm. they, they, they didn't win as many games. They weren't as successful because Brady's just special. And I think to, to run your team around that and, – and, Mark, I'm not, I know it probably sounds like I'm like picking – I'm not – this isn't directed at you. It's a running issue. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, no, no. Like I, I don't – this is like – I just think that everybody thinks the, the secret sauce – is Bill O'Brien's back. We're going to go two tight ends and a slot receiver. And no one's taken into consideration just how much less talented the pieces are that are here now were, are than they were then, including, most importantly, the quarterback. If I had Tom Brady in his prime, I'd be absolutely looking for you know, a duplication of that kind of an attack. Because what I've watched Tom Brady in Tampa Bay this year – it's all these little dump offs and then deep shots, mm. and it hasn't worked. Yeah, I would go back to what Brady does best, like Chris Godwin before the ACL. I'll take that in the slot when he had explosiveness, and he's going to you know be a thousand yard receiver in the slot with someone to occupy some, yeah, you know some of the coverage over the top. 
And I don't. I'm not sure they have that. Well, yeah, but we're, we're yeah, but I, I would. I'm, I agree with you. I think we're missing pieces all over the place. And I, I didn't want Thornton last year. I was when I was on my drugs last week. My surgery. I, you know, <laughs> I called Perkins Pickens. I wanted Pickens. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm coming down from that now, thank God. But anyway, you know, I, I'm sorry I screwed that up. But it, it was it was Pickens that I wanted. But it doesn't mean that Thornton can't be a explosive explosive player. And I'm hoping for that, yep. but also... That's what you have to hope for, absolutely, Mark. Yep. But but not only that, we haven't had a third down back. Yep. Ramondre Stevenson's my guy. I'm the one who said he's the most complete back we've had since Curtis Martin, and that was after his first, you know, right at the end of the... I would add season. that to my list of things that you had then that you don't have. Right, and we got and we got to get it. But these things are gettable. You know, uh, uh, you know, uh, 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 Daryl Sproles type player. You know, you know, Deuce Bond in a K State. One of these crazy water butt players. And I was the only thing I was trying to get to is what I was encouraged about what's going coming out of the Shrine game is that the Patriots supposedly chose to look at the scat backs and the East chose to look at the power backs. So I think they're getting on that wavelength of we need a scat back, we need a, we need a slot. We need an explosive. We need somebody who can who can, who can who can break free. And I think that O'Brien believes that Mac Jones is the guy that can stir that drink. And that's you know, and that's where I'm at. That's where my hope is at. All right. And I guess I'm more up on Mac Jones than most. Yeah. Anyway. No, that's that's uh, yeah. that's good. I think Mark gives us a lot to uh, to chew on. Thanks. Thanks, Mark. Appreciate it. Um, would you be okay, Deuce, with um, Ty Montgomery? I wouldn't be opposed to it. I mean, he seemed okay. I mean, as a as a stopgap, I don't think that. I just, I, I I mean, I getting into this call now. I kind of let you guys. I let him. You know, I, I let you get get after it. People were asking me the same yeah. thing because we talked about it last week. And I think, I mean, I, my response was like, I think that sometimes when we talk about slot receivers, it gets put into all we really need is a day three white guy who runs a really fast three cone and will be fine that's what drives me crazy <laughs> yeah. and that's great you can have one of those guys yeah. and I, I i love mark you know and god bless him for actually doing some homework deuce vaughn from kansas deuce state vaughn. sign me up in the fourth <laughs> or fifth round yeah. i'll absolutely take a guy like that now you could tell me because i haven't looked at all you could tell me you could go on the draft network site and he's supposed to go in the second round and I'd be like, oh yeah, well, yeah, no, that's I, well, don't yeah. don't blame me. I just identify talent. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but yeah, I I understand what what Mark is saying. I just think that people overlook all of those pieces. They overlook the Brady part of it. Sure, and and I, I the, the complimentary point I would say to that too was like, by the time you had Julian Edelman converting third and fourteens in the Super Bowl, like they had been playing together for five years. Like, not only is Tom Brady great, but like they were completely like symmetry as far as playing the game. I mean, you just you can't. And what did Brady do in that, that Super Bowl stuff. against Seattle? 14 yeah. throws to to Shane Vereen. You want to keep doing that? You want to keep backing off? You want to keep backing off? You want to keep backing off? You're just going to take, take this. there. going to take the easy money. Then when you take that away, we're going to make the plays yeah. that we need. We're going to go downfield. We're going to get a one-on-one matchup with Gronk on the outside on whatever yeah. the linebacker was. I forget. Yeah. So K.J. Wright? Yeah. <laughs> one, of those, one of those yep. linebackers. I'm yep. going to take my one-on-one. Out wide. Ain't I haven't seen him. the evidence that Mac Jones can yeah. do. Here, here's what my, my larger question would be, okay? And I don't have the answer to this. And if Evan was here, I'm sure he would have a little bit more of a background mm. on on a lot of the other systems, okay? Yeah. Who would you consider to be the better offenses for football right now? And there are no wrong answers here, obviously. Oh, sure. Well, Kansas City, I mean. Kansas City, Buffalo, San Francisco when they have a healthy quarterback. Um, Cincinnati, 
Buffalo's a little unique to me. You um, know, I Philadelphia. Really I'm just I'm just yeah. rattling off the most productive yep. offenses. Yeah. Which one of those offenses do you think is predicated on the tiny slot receiver <laughs> in the third down pass catching back? Yeah, none. Uh, yeah, that's it's about studs. I mean, that's why. And as much as people want to say this is what we need, we got to get this guy or this kind of like you just need talented weapons right now. And the theme that I hit on in, in the in the mailbag, just because someone asked about the slot thing and. As like I don't want it to get lost in that is that I feel that this offense needs quickness like and that's you know and I know that that's often a thing with three cone and all that I don't really care like that it has to be a slot receiver they just are so slow off the line of scrimmage as an offense across the board and that's just a trait that I want now it can just be a Y or X you know a Z receiver that's going to be outside and you know can get off the ball and, and get open quick that's fine it doesn't have to be a, you know the, the, right. the day three slot but it just I want quickness and that's also another point was you know they mentioned Mayer the tight end from from Notre Dame it's like I wouldn't no totally thanks. ruin that out I wouldn't totally but, ruin but it like, out though I just, I'm just not if you really think he's in any way three, if you really think though he's that you know I don't say he's going to be Kronk, but if you really believe he's a, a, a tight end that can block and that can catch and will... Is he you know, even the highest of, rated tight end in the class? I think so. I, I haven't I've dipped seen into a lot him of, yet. I just, I've somebody seen a wrote a whole thing things. on him and I and I guess maybe I was swayed by the email a little bit of just... But you know, If you think that he's that guy though, I don't want to get caught up in saying you need to... You just need guys that like you rent down. You've got Vereen. You've got problems that you can go to. Now that the you Bowers can kid from Georgia and I know he's not draft eligible. I, I, that would be different for me. Like he's dynamic. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, maybe yeah, Mayor, I don't maybe, know. I'm not counting the table too. I'm just Mayor saying the too. theory. I haven't of, done it doesn't enough. even have to yeah. be an outside. It could that's, be. That's a could, bad comment for me because I didn't do enough. But research. I think. You, but it goes to your point, Paul, of saying that it was Gronk. Like you know what I mean? Like it can be a tight end too. It doesn't have to be well, the, this prototypical, you know, built in the lab receiver that you know you perfect. need DK Metcalf. It can be a different position. It could even be. And, and this is a huge stretch, but. It could be that's that receiving back. You know, maybe it'd have to be probably Ladanian Tomlinson, but it oh, could be. Sure. You know, like it yes. could be. It's you just you can't put it in a box. They need like talent. I thought they Stevenson might have had the chance to be a little bit more than that. Yeah, and I don't think he was. I think he was sort of average as a pass catcher. Um, but the other part of it is, I hear a lot of people talking about like, well, when they were great offensively, and this is, what, and they didn't necessarily have the 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 high powered. Rec- yeah, 15 years ago, it was like Deion Branch and David Givens with Troy Brown running around, you know. <laughs> and, yeah, when, you know, you won games 20-17 to 17 on a consistent basis because your defense was great, your offense never made any mistakes, and when Brady needed to make plays in crunch time, he never failed. It was a secret yeah. sauce for 03 and 04. Uh, you know, we had Corey Dillon in 04 running for 1,600. The game isn't played that way yeah. anymore. It's not. You know, I don't even think the game was played all that similarly to, like, the 11 team that used the two tight ends and that, yeah. th- you know, pedal to the metal up-tempo up that Billy O, you know, sort of introduced that year. Um, and they were really good. I mean, they had – they had. I mean, obviously Gronk and Hernandez were excellent. Um, you know, and they – Takeaways they, they by still the had, bushel. They still had Welker. They still had uh, Dan- Danny Danny Woodhead yeah, he was as a really good pass yeah. catching back that year. So they had the elements in play. I, I don't even like I said like you watch Kansas City play. Is it all predicated on a third down passing back and a yeah. slot receiver? No, it's a good point. They have those things. Yeah. Like they have versatile pieces like Sky Moore and and Nicole Hardman, and they have a great tight end in, in Kelsey. But 
it's not like just this dink and dunk. You have to make plays. Cincinnati certainly doesn't play like that. Buffalo certainly doesn't play like that. Yeah. Philadelphia, it's more about big plays to A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith and Hurts um, using his mind to pick the matchup. Did you see some of those clips of what he did in the running game, manipulating Fred Warner the other day? Fred Warner, one of the best linebackers, um, you know, I'm in, in the game, him. and he had him in a in a like a blender the whole game with his mind. No, I'd be, I'm being serious. <laughs> I know, no, I know, I am too. You know, as much as I think he's a good-looking guy, <laughs> he also he also a pretty smart guy. He's a smart guy. He's got great eyebrows. Let's uh, let's jump over to John and Duxbury. Hey, John, sorry for making you hold hi, there for hi a bit. Guys, that's all right. The fall went all Tom covering on me. I know. <laughs> what are we gonna do? <laughs> You know, I just I want to talk about the free agents, but uh, the, I want to make a point quickly on on Mahomes. There is no way he had a high ankle sprain. You cannot run like that, and you cannot backpedal like that. I've sprained my ankles three or four times, both of them, and you can't move. You know? Did you ever so, get shot up? No, no, I haven't. No. If you can't you feel it, you can move. They'd have to he shoot he up. had a. I mean, you can't tell me they're faking this. He couldn't move. He was yeah. hobbling around the whole game. Yeah. No. But yeah, especially when he ran out of bounds when he got cheap shot at the end there, he was flying around there. Flying? There's no way you would run like that with an ankle, a high ankle sprain. Yeah, I don't, think, I don't think he was flying, and I think he's very much injured, and he's built different. It, we'll see yeah, what happens during the course of these two weeks. We'll probably get some video of him. Yeah. If he looks like no. he's moving around a little better, I'll feel better about Kansas City's chances. If he's moving like he did in that game against Cincinnati, I think that defensive line will own him. Yeah, and, and the other thing is, I want the point I want to make. They have to sign um, Jacoby and uh, Jonathan Jones because they're going to have a void with those guys. They, they've got to get playmakers. You can't let guys uh, go just because they're not Randy Moss or um, you know Daryl Revis. Yeah, you, you've yeah. got to sign these guys. Yeah, yeah, I get it, John. Uh, I, I think it'd be unfortunate if you lost these guys, and it's it. You know, on one hand, I say, like, you, yeah, you can re-sign those guys. Well, what were you with them? It's like the Red Sox. The yeah. Red Sox, big off-season move, Rafi Devers. Mm-hmm. I love Raphael Devers. I think he's a yeah. tremendous young hitter. But I had him last year and finished in last place, and now I let everybody else go and I re-signed him, and I'm feeling good about this. Why? Yeah, yeah but they need secondary guys, Paul, too. You know, Yo, they, yeah. they yeah. need an infusion of talent. We all know that. Yeah, yeah. They but, do. you know, I mean, I don't want to hear uh, Belichick say, well, you know, we can't afford uh, Jacoby Myers after he paid $22 million to Aguilar and he had one seventy uh, game. One. Nope. Not enough. Thanks, John. Appreciate the call. Uh, I I could see both those guys walking. I mean, I get what he's saying. I, I, mean, I get what John's saying, too, I, I, especially with Myers. Like, with, yeah. with Jones, like, Jones a little older. You've given him a couple contracts already. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I, I just feel like, like, I think kind of to your point of, having to take a little bit of a half step back to take a full step forward. And as much as I love Jacoby, I, I, I did much as much focus this off season is considering, do you want to extend on when you and Duggar, you know, like those are moves that, you know, you're looking at next year. I, I, I get it with Myers. It's a really hard decision to make. And on one hand, you'd say, we found this kid, he developed, he was productive every year. He was here, no matter who he was playing with. But at the same time, is this is 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 this going to make us better? Is this going to put us over the top? I don't. That's where the debate can kind of be. And, and I think I did. I say it on the air, off the air. I think I wish Bourne was the free agent. Like I wish it. Could, yeah, you could yeah, just you, keep. You did say it because if you could just. If I felt like if you had Myers, Thornton, and 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 uh, and what's his face, Parker, Parker, like it's, it's 
pretty interesting three to start with. You definitely need a, a, a stud in that group, but like I like what you have to start with there. But mm, it's, but it's I, I do think you know, and this is one of those like I I'm, I guess I'm guilty of being a fraud because like the whole like Bill O'Brien's going to fix everything. I'm sort of you know, and I love Bill O. <laughs> but I do wonder, like, can Bill O fix Kendrick Bourne? Yeah. Like, can he look at that guy and say, I, I can work with this. Well, I can I can make him a like a a, a two instead of a three or or yeah. an inconsistent complimentary piece. I can get more out of him than it feels than a they little did. bit of a coin flip to me on every guy of is he going to be better or worse under Billy O. Like I feel like that's a you know for every guy on the roster maybe they're better maybe they're not part of what but he I do wants think to do. Born in particular, like Parker, I think is what he is. Yeah. Parker will make some plays. There'll be games where he shows up. There'll be games that he misses for injury. And at the end of the day, everybody will say, eh, he's all right. Yeah. Bourne, I think, can can I, I don't want to move he, him around. I don't think he can, I don't think Bourne stuff. is special. Like I don't think you're going to be looking at him as an All Pro. But I think he could be uh, if he could get consistent presence in the game plan. I think he has the ability to make guys miss after he catches it, yeah. make plays. I think he can get downfield. I think he can catch short balls. I I think he could be a valuable piece in a good offense. If you're asking him to be the guy, the man. Yeah then I think you're going to be just like you were last year. And I have some intrigue with him with a real offensive coordinator who I feel yeah. like can position him to get him the ball. And on the flip side of that coin, though, I feel like Jonu Smith, for the first two years he's been here, everything is schemed to get the ball to him. Like, yes. it's always – it's never just he was the third guy in the progression and he was open and Mac hit him right in stride. It's right. This was a play that specifically was going to get Jonu on an under route and let him run off the sideline. You know, can he – Produce in the conventional offense with this Bill O'Brien, you know, with what Bill O'Brien. I think it's a doing, great point. You know, I think it's a great point. When you have you have an adult in the room, for lack of a better term, <laughs> can he get more out of some of these pieces than than you were? And I think you're getting another great, interesting sample too from some of these free agents that you got. You know, all these guys included. And, and I'd say my expectation is that Hunter Henry in the red zone will be back to more where he was in 2021. But what was born having, in, in 21? He had 800 yards, right? Oh. God, I don't know. <laughs> you know, with, with Josh McDaniel. So, like, yeah, I think that's, uh, like, to me, that's a reasonable base. Like, he can be a 60-some-odd catch guy for 800-plus yards with with a yeah. real offensive coordinator. And now that you have have seen a lot of these guys, not only with Josh McDaniels, who, at that point, you can certainly say, all right, well, it's still kind of they're running that old offense, and it might be kind of tough for guys. And, you know, but now you're going to see them with not only Josh McDaniels, but with Bill O'Brien, another offensive coordinator who, you know, has – been more places than Josh McDaniels has, has a little more exposure to the college game. So I think you're going to get even more uh, potential for what what these guys can or can't do. Now you're going to have a whole new sample size. Who do you think averaged more per catch, Myers or Bourne? This year? Yeah. I'm going to go Bourne on this one. Yeah, you're right. 12.4 to 12. Mm-hmm. About the same. Right. Like, And I just think that just to get back to the, like, what do you think you exactly is a slot receiver? Like, that's a pretty productive slot receiver, 12, 12 yards per catch. Like, Welker had years where he was, like, in the nines. And and Welker was incredible at moving yeah. the chains. Edelman, incredible yeah. moving the chains. Those guys were money. I think Myers has been money for you. Yeah. They just don't have anything else. Yeah. It's an interesting debate. Cause, I mean, I think he, he wins with his head a lot, too. And, you know, it's just – it's like as effective as he is. I don't think either one of us see him as like a player than anybody. Like, I mean, maybe on third down, I would say you got. What I would worry on him, about Myers a little bit is, I don't think athletically he's at the at the high end. 
so when you get four years into your career, yeah, do you start to, you know, like Bill always says, you're either getting better or you're getting worse. So at some point, you get to the point where you start to level off and you go down the other way. And I think, and I always use my age-old example for this, Vincent Brisby. Remember <laughs> Briz? Ultimate Brisby? Vincent Brisby was yeah. a solid complimentary receiver who was kind of slow at his best. Was he? Yeah. That's so funny. When he lost a step, yeah. he was almost useless <laughs> because he could no longer separate. That's he went from catching like 80 balls to like nothing. It's funny that he, he, he had leg, in, leg, yeah. leg issues and slowed down. Like, I, I worry about, like, with a guy like Myers, takes a lot of punishment. Those injuries that we read about in that Herald story about his knee. Yeah. We know he had shoulder problems at one point earlier in the year. Like, do those start to take a toll? So, yeah. Like, would I want to give him a $100 million contract? No, I wouldn't. As much as I love him and his father, um, I, I think he's a really great story, but I wouldn't want to pay him like that. If he can get that on the open market, I think the Patriots have to say, you know, best of luck to you. We, yeah. you know, we wish you all the, all the best. That was one more side point I was going to make. Um, yeah, I'm Mahomes, always talking, so I Mahomes Super Bowl long halftime, long game. Is oh yeah, might have to issue? shoot him up twice. Twice. Get him ready. It's a good point. Uh, sorry for ignoring some of the emails here. Let's jump in. Fred's going to be mad at me. Um, uh, Joe in Michigan's asking if there's a Cooper Cup available in the draft or free agent. Um, I'm not there yet, Joe. I don't know if if, if Paul's seen definitely anybody. not free agent. <laughs> I don't know about the draft, but free agency. Uh, Jacoby Myers is he's by a lot of accounts. I wouldn't say all by a lot of accounts the best free agent available. Yeah. Right. Yep. Uh, David in Bethlehem is a couple of questions here. Um, I like this one. The order of importance in the draft. Left tackle, cornerback, wide receiver. I mean, I think everybody's on Left that. Left tackle, cornerback, wide receiver. Uh, yeah, I might flip flop the the last two, but yeah, I like those three. Yeah, me too, me too. I, and that's it's just it's tough to see a wide receiver at fourteen unless they, you know, that I think that's what I'm kind of coming to. I could maybe see some of the cornerbacks, definitely see some of the tackles. Um, and then we're still waiting on Clem or Wendell or door number three, as he says, in terms of the offensive line coach. Not sure what's going on there, but yeah, you know. And I saw Phil Perry wrote today, like you know, why is Billy Yates not in that mm-hmm. mix? Yeah. Just a bit. I think he's only been there a year, maybe. Is that an experience thing, perhaps? Um, with Bill O'Brien, this is from uh, Matt and Madison. Uh, with Bill O'Brien coming in, does the offense have the ability to get together earlier since he's a new coach? Is that part of the protocols? I don't or? believe so. No. That's a I head, know it's a head coach a head thing. Coach. Um, we can work around that then. I, I, now, Paul, this is a good quote from Jamie um, from Connecticut. Uh, he was wondering if we saw the offensive tackles in both games false starting like Trent Brown did. I saw a thing written up about this that, like, they're I, saying that it's not – that they that they're okay, that these guys jump in the snap, which I noticed with Trent Brown all year. But I saw – and I wish I'd, I'd saved it on Twitter. But somebody was like, they're not actually – no, that's right. They can they can get a little bit of a hop. I don't know what, the, what that is. No, that, yeah. that's okay. not a thing that I know of. <laughs> Um, did you see it during these games? So I didn't notice I it as did, much. Like I didn't I saw like I told you, I didn't see the Philadelphia game, so I couldn't tell you on that one. I did not notice it during the Chiefs Bengals game at all, and that usually yeah. stands out to me. Like I noticed Orlando it badly. Brown. I noticed it badly in the uh, Jacksonville game. The Jacksonville right tackle that was driving Bosa crazy that night was constantly jumping the snap count. I hadn't heard. I shouldn't say yeah. that they don't do that. I have not heard that they allow 
No, that I, makes no sense. I should have pulled that up. I, I'm sorry for bringing it up. I hate when I do stuff no, like that. No, but does that make sense to you that, that there's two guys that are allowed to cheat the snap count? No, and 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 my only thought was that maybe it's kind of like the like the 30 second clock where where the play clock where you know it's like there's a beat and then eh, all right you're okay. But yet, you know what I mean? But yet, a little how bit many times have you seen a, yeah. on like a fourth down play, fourth and inches? The the quarterback has a snot. I mean, the guard has a snot bubble drip from his nose. <laughs> yeah. False start. He moved. <laughs> yeah. You know, like I I just can't imagine they call that so tight on those short yardage plays. But yet on third and ten, if the tackle gets in his pass block set, you know, a half a second early, it's okay. Does that does that seem? It doesn't seem right. Right. No. Um, but who knows? In this league, that the emailer could have that nailed. I got Kella. Kella's writing in here, and uh, Kella? With, with with the subject, my fiance hates Paul. <laughs> Who doesn't? Get in line. He says, I, don't, I, "I don't know how he wrote this though." It's he wrote, "I got a bone to pick with Paul." I think I, I got a bone, not I got a bone. Nur. To pick oh, with sorry. Paul. I got a bone with Paul. Uh, early Saturday morning, my fiance and I were driving up the Sunapee Mountain to ski. I was having a great drive, listening to you guys while she slept. However. Paul must have been in a mood on Thursday because he was yelling a lot on the show. My fiance <laughs> woke up a few times during the shouting fits. It hit the tipping point when Popoff Paul started to flip out about Mac's critics and Orlovsky Kurt Warner wanting to marry Mac. She now hates the show, and I'm here defending you guys. Can we balance the volume or maybe move Paul a few feet away from the microphone? Yeah, you know, just have Fred not say so many stupid things, and I won't yell. <laughs> like, I mean, you could tell me you think Mac is good. I think he's okay. Someone else thinks he stinks. That that's different. But when you are trying to claim that there is not an overwhelming sense of a free pass that has been given to the quarterback, you're not paying attention. I can't. I can't do that. Like I can't just say that. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. No, well, we're going strong. We're going right to the end today, Paul. I'm not, I'm not cutting it early like Fred does. That's yeah, not, that's well, not I, how I, we matter of fact, we should we should give him a little extra. What else are we doing? Franklin and Baltimore. Um, this is a little bit on that line. Now, my point is the hire of B.O.B. does not change the fact that I believe Bill Belichick doesn't believe in Mac as a QB who can elevate the talent around him and thus operate within his team-building philosophy in the same way Brady did. I think Bill has summarily come out to the conclusion or come to the conclusion that Mac's ceiling is middle of the pack, which would be fine if he also didn't have a diva attitude. <laughs> Between oh, that's, his talent that's level... Good, that's a good point. Uh, along with his abrasives to Bill attitude... Is why would I not? Why would I not be shocked if Bill moves on from Mac far quicker than many other Pats fans believe? Yeah, uh, a couple of things on that, and I think that's an interesting way of looking at it. Um, first, as Snarky Paul will chime in real quickly and say, it'll be interesting if Bill decides to pull the plug on Mac. How the scrambling will occur among my colleagues—I'll yeah. just call them—I won't call anybody out, but like. Oh, oh, well, Bill doesn't think he's any good. Oh, oh, okay. I think I, I must have to change my view. So, so zappy, huh? Uh, leads me to my second point. Mike Reese uh, had a lot of those quotes from Zappy from that um, yeah, the, the rookie event. It's like cards, trading Panini. cards. Panini America. Yeah. Um, you know, the way that the emailer just phrased it, I think he's come to the conclusion that he's middle of the pack, which would be fine except for that he's a diva. I think he might look at it and say, based on what we've heard from Zappi, he's as far from a diva as you can get. Now, I don't know if he's good enough to be middle of the pack. Yeah. But if you're Bill and you're like, this guy does and says everything I want him to say, I'll take him. Yeah. You know? I don't think that's outrageous. 
See what Billy, Do you think there's going to be any thinks. semblance of a quarterback competition in the offseason? <clears throat> Between those two? No. No? No. So you think no matter how well Zappi plays, Mac yeah. Jones is the starter? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not saying that. I think I agree with you. <laughs> yeah. I think I agree with I you. I mean, I another one I wanted to fight, but uh, had no one to fight with. I know. Sorry. I mean, I just think that there, uh, you you've got to make amends somewhat, or at least make it so I that Mac can 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 have a chance to succeed. And I think if you instantly go into, all right, now you're in a quarterback competition, like you're not getting him back on you know on board with everything. In fact, you know, then he might even go further the other way. Uh, let's do one more here uh, from Tim. Timmy. Writing in about something I'm sure Paul could not care less about. So it's perfect to end this show with, what do you guys think of the NFL's Pro Bowl? <laughs> uh, is there anything that would do to improve it? I honestly believe that the Pro Bowl is a waste of time, but that's just me. I uh, loves the show. Um, just to let everybody know, they're changing this year. So there's all kinds of events. And then they're going to have a flag football game uh, on Sunday. So that's this week, Thursday night. They'll have a bunch of, I think, dodgeball, other kind of, uh, you know, those kind of things. And then no more Pro Bowl game. It's going to be flag football, a little tourney. I know right. the, the Mannings will be there and stuff. So I will say this. This is fine. Um, because of all the changes, I am – I don't think I'm going to wind up being interested, but I'm going to probably check it out just to see something I haven't seen. I, like I looked, saw a very little of the skills stuff yeah. last year. Yeah, you saw Mac win most accurate. Um, I'm not sure I did see that, but you missed out. I, I will see. I, I will tune in to see like a dodgeball thing or some kind of silliness. Uh, I have no interest whatsoever in the flag football yeah. game, um, but I don't think it'll work. I think it's a it's an attempt. To like recognize that the game is um, unwatchable and useless. The Pro Bowl, the, the yeah, old game, the old game. Yeah. So they're trying to do something different, and I, I, I think that there's um, some merit to that. I think same kind of thing. Deal with the hockey, right? They've gone to this three on three format with the different divisions. Yeah. I think and the skill stuff. Like I, I, I watch one. it. I watch it in passing. You know, I'm not. It's not like appointment television, but the the, the games themselves anymore. Like. That old Pro Bowl, yeah, get rid of. The, I mean, the, the Major League Baseball All Star Game, no interest. NBA All Star Game, no interest. I, I just, I, I want to see what it looks. Like. It. I, I do want to see what the flag football game looks like, just because, like, what do they do with the big fatties? You know, like, are those guys play? They ever put those guys out? Like, do they have some fun with it? Like, I just like the idea. Well, that's why of I kind of like showcase the, the dodgeball thing. Like, dodgeball is it like, you know, it's like Justin Herbert, everybody look out. Oh, anyway, do you get like Marcus Jones? <laughs> Out there, dodgeball <laughs> against like Trent Williams, <laughs> yeah. like fascinating, yeah. you know. Tyree kills doing like backflips to avoid people. I know. Yeah, I yeah, don't know. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, think like it's going to be. I, I mean, I, I'm. I, I don't know how much of it I'll watch. I'll probably flip it on. But yeah, I, I do all, think all that said, I'll right probably direction. see about thirty seconds. Yeah, and turn it off. All right, that's going to do it for uh, PP and the Deuce here today. We'll uh, we'll wrap it up. We should have the full crew back on Thursday, so we'll get some recaps of what happened out in Vegas. And that's uh, why I had to talk so much today. Yeah, yeah I know. You, you, you won't be doing any. No not anticipating to. getting any airtime on Thursday. <laughs> we'll see you guys on Thursday. Thank you for downloading this podcast. Subscribe on Apple, Google Play, and everywhere else you listen. Like the show? Please rate and review us. Listener comments and ratings help keep us high in the podcast rankings so new listeners can find us. Be sure to check Patriots.com for more news and more podcasts. The world's original.